Welcome back, everyone, to the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and, as always, my very good friend, Kyron Morrison. How you doing, bud? Oh, yeah, pretty good. Not awesome. Bad. And we're joined today by a very special guest, Mr. Broderick Gordes. How you doing, man? Good, man. Good, man. How are you? Nice oh, to see you both. Very good. Yeah, lovely to see you as well. Small world. Yeah, so uh, we're just taking... Uh, advantage of the opportunity that we we're all sort of together for a wedding yesterday that we we're all sort of recovering from today. Yeah, I feel a bit silly today. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're a little bit croaky and a little bit uh, quiet, you know why? That's uh, we're all, we're all recovering still. All three of us were in the groom's part. Uh, we're in the bridal party. So uh, if you've ever been involved in a bridal party, you understand. Um, but yeah, let's get into it, shall we? Do it. Let's do it. Seems like a good time. Cool. Alrighty, let's uh, let's let's cover what we've been playing. I've well, this week I've been uh, diving back into an old pastime of mine. Not not a not a pastime that overtakes my life by any stretch of the imagination or anything like that. But um, but I've been diving back into Heroes of the Storm. So Blizzard's a MOBA or their their entry into the MOBA franchise. How old is Heroes of the Storm now? Uh, probably just over since it actually fully released. I think it's probably just over twelve mm-hmm. months. Oh, okay. So it's still um, relatively new. It's like new. a little, little, little baby franchise. Yeah, still, still, still in the early stages. But um, yeah, I've I, I jumped in when it launched last year mm. and played around with it because I was like, oh, yeah, I'll give it a go because you know, MOBAs always intimidate me a little bit. In fact, a lot because um, I tried playing Dota two and I just I couldn't get my head around it at all. Um, but yeah, this this is a, much like Overwatch. It's very accessible. Like it's pretty straightforward. You pick a you pick a hero. They have different classes. You have the series of abilities that you level up by getting like killing enemies and completing objectives in the the arena. Mm-hmm. And then once you get a level, you get uh, new abilities or new things that stack on top of abilities. So you build your character out during, through the duration of the game. So it's like you know the RPG element, but instead of doing it over 20, 40, 50 hours, you, you're doing it in like a 10, 15 minute match. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I really like it. I, How are you finding it a year later? If you started when it's sort of first released, yeah. it, does it feel like it's changed much? Has it evolved? Yeah, it has. It, there's a lot changed. There's obviously new maps and different... Each map has like a different sort of gimmick to it, I guess, like mm. a different objective. Um, like some of them you have to capture points to attack the enemy's core or you have to... There's a, the, the One of the new ones that I hadn't played was a StarCraft one um, where you have basically... Oh, yeah, because it's all Blizzard franchises yeah. too, isn't so it? so it's all Blizzard franchises. So all the characters, they, they are there together in the Nexus. Um, Nexus. Mm-hmm. That's the, uh, the, the... I love these places they come up with to make franchise things work together. Like, yeah. what was the... In Super Smash Brothers Melee, or no, in Brawl, whatever was going on, Subspace Emissary, all sort of stuff. These funny names they come up with. Mm. <laughs> but we'll never see that again because Sakurai didn't like everyone posting all the clips <laughs> on YouTube. So. <laughs> Don't make such good quality yeah. cinematics, then Sakurai. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 cool. So like all the different characters from Blizzard franchises, from like you know the obvious ones like World of Warcraft mm. and Warcraft and Starcraft and. Now Overwatch as well because Tracer and Zarya are both characters in there, which I both own now. With better um, skins than yeah, well, Zarya has Zarya skins has way better skins than she does in Overwatch. And which is saying something because there's only two unlockable skins that you get: one that you can unlock with in-game currency, and one you pay for. So, um, and yes, it is fr- also free to play. It yeah. is free to play. Yeah. yeah, so you can earn in-game currency and buy most of the stuff. Right. Yeah. There are a lot of things that are behind a paywall, a, a an actual money paywall, um, like like mounts and cosmetic skins and stuff like that. Um, and in terms of heroes, I have a hero rotation every week. So like there'll be like I think it's 
five or six heroes that you can play as that you have access to over that week and that, from the, the entire roster, and they're free to play. So you can jump in, pick those characters, and play. Otherwise, you can pay for a character to keep them forever and play them all the time. Exactly. So if there's yeah. one you're like really jelling with, you're like, oh, yeah, Trace is my... Yeah. As she is in Overwatch for me. I'm like, <laughs> Trace is my gal. Oh, <laughs> yep. wait, she's going away from me next week. Crap. Yeah. How much? Do we know how much? Uh, look, it depends. Uh, on the character... They're anywhere between like, you know, five and ten dollars, maybe. It's not bad. It's not too bad. Um, and also, for most, I think all the characters you can unlock with in game currency as well that you earn. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, they, they, it, it takes a bit of grinding, sure. obviously, but like not too much. Um, and you can get things like stim packs as well, which increase how much XP and gold you earn as well. So, you can pay physical money for a stim pack, or some level upgrades that you get will give you like a stim pack that might be like a, a one week stim pack or a three day stim pack that will buff however much XP you're getting for a certain amount of time. Right, okay. Um, and that'll help you level up um, your actual yourself as a, a player, your player level. And at certain levels, you get more gold. And uh, different unlocks and stuff as well. So that's sort of a carrot on the stick here, is it? Yeah, yeah. There's lots of carrots, lots of sticks. Is there <laughs> is there any mechanic like the loot box sort of me- uh, mechanic that we get in Overwatch, where you can either get your levels and then you get a bunch of random items that might be the duplicates, or a situation <laughs> where you can't actually buy a specific thing outright? It sounds like every skin, either you can buy in-game currency or with real money, but you can't. Like, it's not like because the thing that annoys me about Overwatch is when especially the Summer Games one, where mm. you had to just hope that you got it and you couldn't buy it, even with the in-game currency. Yeah. That was BS. Yeah. That was really stupid, but thankfully they fixed it with the Halloween one. Well, they did, yeah. but you still can't buy those. No, now they're gone. They're gone. They're, they're gone. gone. Oh, that even... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Summer Games ones, hopefully we'll get them oh, one yeah. day. But it's like... They'll be back. But like even... Yeah, and the only way to do it, though, is even if you wanted to... If you wanted to use real money, you still were just paying for a chance to get that yep, stuff. Yeah, exactly, oh. yeah. No, but these are... It, it, You've pretty much got access. It's like if you want to drop ten ninety five on, say Diablo, then you can. Um, that makes sense to me. At least you've got. At least you can. Yeah, exactly. You have that option there, uh, especially because the game's free to play. They've got to make money somehow, and mm. it's like you know, it, it seems a little bit less obnoxious. I don't think Blizzard's hurting for cash. <laughs> well, well, they are a business when it they, comes down they to They are that. like Activision Blizzard. Yeah, mm, yeah. Okay, that's true. But I mean, obviously, they are a business when it comes I down know. to it. They want to make money, but. It's look, it's great. I really like it. If you've always sort of been tempted by MOBAs and sort of been interested in them, but have tried something like Dota or League of Legends and just haven't been able to get past either the the difficulty curve or um, the toxic community. I, I was uh, gonna say, like you've mentioned that you can play with AI. Yep. Yeah, so is a good feature. I've been I've literally just been playing with uh, with Brendan, uh, another good friend of the show and of us. Uh, he. I've been playing with him because the reason I started playing it again was because they're, they're doing a, a cross-promotional thing at the moment. That if you play 15 games with a friend or friends in general, in a, like you're grouped up together, um, you get uh, an exclusive skin for Genji in Overwatch. Um, I don't play as Genji, but I want that skin. So I thought, why not? Isn't that amazing marketing? Yep. That they can make you play another game yep. to earn skins and... and- a completely different game. Yeah, and I mean, like, if it was a game, I, I, even if I hadn't played uh, Heroes of the Storm previously, I probably would have just gone, hey, why not? It's free to play as well. That's the other thing, too. Yeah. All you got to do is just go to the, the, the Blizzard uh, launcher and just go, yep, cool, install, done. It's not very big, um, and they have been updating it quite a lot. They do quite a lot of content updates and character updates. The roster's, like, huge at the moment in terms of characters. There's so many people. Um, 
and there's like really obscure ones as well like i was saying before you get ones from the like starcraft warcraft overwatch um but then there's like uh the the lost vikings from oh, like yeah that's cool they're oh, a God. playable character so you can play as the lost vikings they play together oh yeah they're and, like, are they like separate characters yeah yeah so it's kind of like a kind of like an ice climber situation where it's like uh, you pick as the one character but you you control them independently and yeah um i haven't really played much of them so i don't know a lot about them um i played a lot of tracer recently because really I, yeah what a surprise um yeah, but she's she's great too because she plays exactly like she does in Overwatch, essentially. Really? Um, yeah, she doesn't. Oh, see, that tempts me to play. <laughs> we'll see. In the, the only the little tiny details, like her rewind, only just moves her back in time. Doesn't like heal essentially, it. doesn't heal it. Sure. But you can unlock. Well, there's a, like a, a a tier later on, like a a passive ability that can actually do that. So cool. you, you can Did... rewind and, and heal yourself. Does she work? Because some of them have MP or mana, don't they? Yes. Does she? No, she does not. They are all. Uh, cooldown timers okay. and yep. ammo for her. That's pistols. cool. So that, that'll keep you familiar with Tracer if you're jumping in from yep. Overwatch. Very much so. Um, mm-hmm. Zarya is kind of similar as well. I think she still has mana, but it, again, she throws out shield. She shields herself, and that makes her gun more powerful. She's got her grenades. That's pretty impressive if they can make them feel like because they're such different games, oh, like Overwatch it. versus World of Warcraft or any of those sorts of things. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they can make them feel anything like they play in those other games and make that work as a one cohesive game. Yep. It's like playing Link in, in uh, Smash Bros. It doesn't feel like playing Link in... Nah. No, 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 no. You know. No, like, obviously, like I said, there are, there are, there are minute differences to these, sure. these characters, but obviously they have to make those because, again, Otherwise they are different work. types of games. Yeah. They wouldn't work. Um, but yeah, like, you know, you can blink dash. She has three blink dashes. Um, later wow. on, she can have... Um, you can upgrade so she has more, or the, she gets a blink dash every time she does a takedown, like a melee attack, because one of her attacks is a melee. Um and if you get like an ability that unlocks like a, it's a quest ability, um, I'm still sort of getting my head around all these sort of things again. Jumping back into <laughs> it, there's quest abilities that if you achieve achieve certain objectives throughout the game, you'll unlock that talent essentially. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she has one called takedowns, and you can do it so it'll it'll if you get 15 takedowns, it'll increase your damage output mm-hmm. from her pistols. Um, and you get them from meleeing people up close. But then you can get an ability later on, which means instead of meleeing just one person up close, you can melee like everyone that's in front of you. Oh, okay. So you can like go in and go with your pistols, and then just melee, knock out everyone around you. Cool. Um, it's a lot of fun. Like, if, like I said, if you've ever been interested in mobas or like just morbidly curious of like trying one out, it is free to play. It's really fun. You don't have to play with other people. You can play solo with AI teammates against AI and you still get progress. That's good cool. because the only time I've ever played a MOBA was League of Legends mm-hmm. and I tried going online and that's not an easy community to become a part of nope. so I never went back. No, no, no. It's, 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 and I'm sure the toxicity is there in some way, shape or form but if that's with any online game you're going to find it yeah. somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've been yeah teaming up with Brendan and just we, we got our 15 matches in two play sessions. We sat down and played just back-to-back games and it had How long so much fun take? uh probably around about 10 or 15 minutes okay that's um and that, that's against ai and like not the hardest level ai i think the hardest we bumped up to was like mid-tier right um i think they're adept they're called uh but yeah so you know uh, yeah they're okay Air-tier. they know what they're doing um and even then we we're still like you know got a bit tough but yeah, it's great. All the maps are really different and a lot of variety to them. Like, no two maps play the same. It's mm-hmm. not like, all right, this map looks different, but it's essentially go here, attack this core, 
blow it up. That's all you're doing. You are doing that, but there are other things that you can do that will help you in the long run to achieve that. Achieve that. I keep mixing a achieve and a objective together, and I'm saying How? achieve. You're making, no, you're, you're making a new word. Yeah, it's achieve. I'm just cutting it in yeah. <laughs> It's just, an achievement. Yeah, it's an achievement. Cool. You heard it here first. Um, Forget you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Forget you heard it at all. <laughs> Probably for the best. Um, but yeah, that's about all I've been playing apart from some other uh, things that we'll get to very shortly. But uh, Brom, what have you been playing? Um, yeah, these things we'll get to a little bit later. I've been mm-hmm. playing those with you guys, which has been fun, or on my own. Yep. The only thing I really wanted to bring up that I've been playing differently, since PAX, um, I haven't had a lot of time to play a lot of stuff. Pokemon... It's taken over most of my time. I've been down on Overwatch. Like, not... I've, I just haven't been playing it as Haven't much. we all? Haven't we all? I want to. Like, I just don't have the time to do everything, unfortunately. So <laughs> this is the first time I've taken a major break, and it's just because of Pokemon. But I have been playing, like, when I've been sitting down, had a couple of minutes, I started playing Duet. Right. Okay. Which is a little mobile game, simple as can be, little mobile game, um, that I only discovered... Um, because I was volunteering at PAX, I was working in the main theatre, and on the Saturday night, uh, we had the concerts on. Um, started with Access of Awesome, finished with 7-Bit Hero, yes. but the middle one was this thing called Duet Live, I think is what they called it. Mm-hmm. And it was basically, uh, they had a live band, I won't say orchestra, but band, playing along to Duet that was being played on two different consoles either side of the stage where people would line up and have goes in it until they basically died or failed enough times that they'd say, next player, next person to come up. And it was sort of a competition where the left-hand side of the stage, the right-hand side of the stage, were competing to try and get the highest score. Right, oh. okay. Um, but what made it cool, that the game itself is really simple. You're these two red and blue dots that circle around each other in a clockwise or anti-clockwise direction. On the phone... It works by just tapping the left or the right-hand side of the screen, whether they rotate left or right. Um, and basically, you just have to navigate them up. So imagine it's like a, a you're on sort of a, a track. It's progressing upwards. And these obstacles you have to get around. And the idea is you have to spin these two circles around each other to avoid the obstacles. Okay. They're just... It's really basic stuff at first. And then suddenly these obstacles start spinning or start moving in and out in patterns and so forth. Right. And really, there's these really specific movements and timing you have to get to make it work. Um, but what made it cool, like, it, it's a fairly simple game, but what made me really engage with it was watching people play it. A, the music's amazing, right. and hearing it live was fantastic. It's mm-hmm. this um, sort of interesting synth orchestrated type stuff. But then, yeah, watching people play it and get better at it, and then when a couple of times you had people who really knew the game inside out, I think they were playing on consoles. Like, I know, because I was volunteering, I couldn't see exactly what they were playing on, but I assume they were joysticks. But they were... There were some really talented people. Right. Who you'd have this crowd, you know, 200, 300 people in this audience who'd be watching this person make navigate a section of this game flawlessly and, like, everyone's just applauding. And, like, watching someone play and be really good at something, something as simple as this mobile game, yep. there's just it was really exciting. There was yeah. another, actually, just to go off course for a second, there was one other time at PAX that, that happened, I got to watch one of the Omega Nought rounds oh. where they did Bop It. And so people would play, I don't know if everyone was Bop It, but it's like that toy game where it like, it has like a beat going and then every, you know, sort of on the beat it will tell you to do an action. It can either Bop It it or Pull It or Twist It and there's like things you can do with the, with the toy. And people were getting scores of like somewhere between like seven and 12. Yeah. And the third contestant, I think it was, got up and she got to 200. That's, yeah. It was 
freaking crazy to watch. And just like the concentration, the skill that went into this dumb game, just watching her completely own it. And this thing was meant to go for half an hour because I expected everyone... It had like 12 contestants or something yeah. left. I expected it to be over, you know, in half an hour. And that was like 15 minutes we go on this one contestant. Like, I think we got to... I know you've got two more goes, but we might just save them for like You can bank those ones and come back if we need it. Sort of well, we're just saying that that, that that score was even, like, was really high for a Bopper score. Oh, it was, well, it's close to being, like, record sort of stuff. Jesus. Like, you look at what, like, the highest records on Bopper are, at least ones I could find online, and that was, like, it didn't break it, but it was like, I just saw someone be really good at this, and yeah. that was pretty crazy to watch. And so, duet, I, I do recommend, if you want to see any of this stuff, these things are on the PAX Twitch page as well. Oh, is the you duet can, one as well? I don't know. I've only okay. looked the Bop at one, but there's a good chance it is. Okay, cool. If that's on there, because I really the want to watch that. the main streamed all day. So that might be worth doing. And the okay. camera work stuff they were doing was really cool as well. So there's a good chance you'll really get to enjoy it. Awesome. Um, but yeah, you go back to Duet, it was the same thing. And watching, it was just something about watching people be good at a game. And it made the whole music experience, I don't know, it just enhanced it. And it was, it's something so unique to see a concert like that. Anyway, got me into the game and the game's really fun. I highly recommend people play it if you cool. don't mind like, I don't know, frustrating but also rewarding is simple it, games like that. Is it level based or is it endless? That's so the way, it, my head around the well. way it worked in the duet, uh, the concert was it was endless. Okay. So when, so basically it was anytime that you're, um, anytime that the balls weren't Oh, well, getting around obstacles, basically they were free moving and hadn't hit anything. The score was going up. Okay. The moment a ball, one of the balls hits, someone splats on one of the obstacles, essentially, then the score would stop going up for a moment, and then it would keep going once that ball had sort of phased back in, basically. Oh, okay. And cool. so that would, cool. so back, so there was basically a matter of just trying to keep that score ticking up. Right. And it would just, it was this obviously set to the music to go for like an hour or whatever it was, or maybe maybe forty minutes, or whatever it was. Um, but the game itself plays actually in levels. And okay. so, essentially, you'll get this, like, series of obstacles. It might be 12 obstacles in a row, and you'll learn the skill to get through them, and then I'll give you the next one. If you fail that one, you don't fail, you just go back to the start of that one quickly. It's very quick reset as well. Yeah. You just, like, look to the back, one. you keep doing it, and you just trial and error until you get through it. Finally, you realize you're learning the skills as you go along. Yeah. Um, and then, but then as you get through the game, and it gets more difficult and difficult, there's almost like these subgroups of these levels, and as you get through them, you actually start unlocking other modes as well, including okay. endless modes or survival modes and all this type of stuff as well. Right. Which is pretty cool. So there's actually a lot to the game for a pretty simple game. It was yeah. like $5, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've really enjoyed it, though. It's right. the only other thing I've been playing. I've, I've <laughs> seen it, I've seen it like, around, and I just haven't... Like, it never popped up on my radar, but like hearing you talk about it, because I caught up with you just after it had finished, because I came back to see 7-Bit Hero. Yep. Um, which I don't even know if I talked about on the podcast. I can't remember if I did or not. But that was amazing as well. Same sort of thing, like, you know, it, it, sort of on the the other way around. It was like these, these guys were a band, but they were they had, like, an interactive video game that you mm. played along with and could jump in at certain points. And act, there was a narrative that went through their entire set that played out on the screen behind them. And it was just... I'd never seen anything like that before, and it blew me away. But, yeah, I caught up with you after, and hearing you talk about duet, I was like, oh, okay. And I was watching you play it while I was waiting in line with you for something, I think, the next day. And you were, you were like, just tooling away on it. And I was like, oh, cool. And playing without the music, like, because I was playing it in line and stuff like yeah. that, is not the same as playing it with the music. There's a certain rhythm that is sort of instructional right. a little bit, too. Yeah. So it's probably a good idea like to play a, it with the music. pseudo-rhythm game. Kind of, yeah. It, it, yeah, it gives you a, a something to work with, I guess. Um, but yeah, highly recommend it if you're looking for a game to something fun. 
Um, or check out the stream if it's there. Yeah. If it is available, like, I think it I is. I just double checked. It's it's on the PAX. Twitch it's on page. the PAX Twitch yeah, page. Awesome. I highly both, recommend. Both Duet and Seven Bit Hero are as well. Oh really? Oh, yeah. I know what I'm. Hey, you'll be able to see my name pop up in the Seven Bit Hero one. <laughs> <laughs> I did manage to get into one of the rounds at some point. So how'd, you, cool. how, how'd you go? I I uh, no, I almost won. You almost actually won. almost won my round, but um, yeah, I got the kicked the, from the the the, the, the game technology there. was a little lacking in that. Yeah, one, look, these it's guys are really great, and like I spoke to them afterwards, and they were just lovely people. Um. But yeah, cool. I think my final point with that would be is just I hope PAX does more of that sort of stuff. Yes. Because cons in the past have been okay. I've liked MC Frontalot's been out two or three times now. Yep. And I quite like his stuff, but he's obviously a lot more popular in the scene in yep. the States. And he does, when, he, when they're on like that, the crowds don't really come. Yeah, because he's sort of like a staple for PAX, especially in the, in the States. Mm, like, big time. He's big time. like, he, you know. They, they, a lot of them, I think, have two nights of concerts and it's a whole big thing. And it's, yeah. They haven't been able to quite get to work here, but. I think 7-Bit Hero, and then having a comedy thing like Access of Awesome or Tripod like last year works, yeah. but more that involves music and gameplay mixing together, Yep, do more of that, because it was really entertaining. I think everyone that was there was really enjoying it. And it they, was really cool to get into. Yeah, they're unique experiences that you can't really get anywhere else. It's such a... Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's totally mm. unique, and it's unique to our, you know, the video game cultural scene. Yeah. And I... Yeah, I hope they do more of that. Awesome. Well, we are... Uh, We've also been playing a couple of other things. One very big thing that Karen and I touched on last week, but there's another thing that we we dove uh, dove into a couple of days ago. So the night before uh, our friend's wedding, uh, we all got together and uh, all the the groomsmen got together with the groom and went and had dinner and hung out and did some fun stuff. Uh, And we sat down and we played a whole bunch of Jackbox Party Pack 3. And uh, we're all pretty pretty well-versed in the Jackbox Party Pack uh, scene we we played all, all of them um what did you think of the first two i love them i think they're something i don't know it was just that that perfect storm sort of thing where it's like it's like the best parts of a board game night mixed without having to worry about losing pieces and having a table to sit around and everything and having all those components or controllers even for a game yeah like, Everyone's got a smartphone or, or an iPad or something like that. It, or some houses have two or three, so you can give them to the people who don't have them. Um, yeah. For those of you who don't know, um, if you've been living under a rock, you might not know. Um, well, I mean, you say that, but we, we got Jackbox pretty late in Australia. That's Originally. very true, actually. Yeah, yeah better yeah. now. But we I were... feel like we got lucky, too, because we got to see them, like, we've maybe seen streamers doing it, or we've seen, yeah. like, people at PAX and stuff play it, which is always fun to watch comedians and funny oh, people, yeah. people yeah. who actually oh, yeah. chase play oh, it. God, yeah. That's the best thing about these games, is they're so much fun to watch. But, like, it's it's uh, a, a collection of, like, not even mini-games, like, just of, of games, like, you know, five games per pack. Five? Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, all different types of uh, concepts, usually drawing on some sort of board game or other concept that might exist already, and then they put the guys at um, Jackbox put their own little spin on them as well. They've got a really unique style to each of the um, the games that you play, like in terms of art style, sound design, and just the basic gameplay themselves. They all feel unique. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and the first two were great. Like uh, you probably would have seen things like Quiplash or. Um, What's the other one that was really popular? Like Drawful was Drawful, really popular. Sure. Um, and See, honestly, they're the two I remember. I'm trying to think of the other ones. There's one more that was that was quite popular There was one well. that was like a Boulder Dash type one. We had to fake the answers. What's that one? That's, um, um, oh, it's the one I really like. But it was, it was like, there's the three. And what's yeah. interesting there is that like there are two packs, so there should be ten games. But Fidge. they're the, 
Fibbage. I did it. Fibbage. Right, but they're the three games that I remember from the first two packs. And I yeah. and for, for you know what should be ten games, I don't remember what the other ones are. Yeah, I so remember, as much as I've liked them, I haven't loved them outright. They've the gotten, whole packs. I mean, yeah, they've gotten better as they've gone along. The first one was like sort of almost like a proof of concept sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one had um, uh, I, there was a game called there's a game called Bomb Core, which was really great. I actually really enjoyed that one. It was kind of like a. a, a you know, a different version or a, a more simpler version of Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Oh, okay. So you went through, you progressed through a series of levels. I actually had a narrative as well. It had a start and an end to it. I never finished it because it was really fucking hard. But um, yeah, you were all working at this place called Bomb Corps and it was really funny and stupid. And it was basically, you were, you were disarming bombs. That was your job. Your nine to five job was disarming bombs. What a, what a day. <laughs> um, and so each of you would get a different prompt on your smartphone because that's the thing. You use a smartphone or an, an iPad or a laptop, anything with a, like, connected to the internet has a screen, essentially. Yeah. Um, you can use as a... Um, as a controller. So you use that uh, and each of you would get sent a different prompt to do with the bomb and you have to communicate with each other to try and figure out which wires to cut or what button to press to defuse the bomb successfully. And it got tense. It was mm. really stressful. I feel like it was the unsung, like the most underplayed one of that, sure. that pack. But but uh, Jackbox Party Pack 3 has come out recently um, and with it we have pretty much, apart from one, so it's a, yeah, it was... Four new games, essentially. Yeah, so there was a... It was Quiplash 2, which yep. made a comeback with just a bunch of new questions and prompts, basically, and a few right. new mechanics in it. So, yeah. so the idea of Quiplash is basically there is a question or a prompt, and then you get two of them on your um, your device, your controller, yep. and you put in response, then you put up against another player who responded to that same question, and everyone votes on which one's the funniest, basically. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a bit of a spin on Cards Against Humanity, almost. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know, obviously, you know, depending on the people that you're playing with, it might be the most disgusting answer or the most, like, you know, meme-tastic, dank meme one. <laughs> there were a few of those. Oh, yes, there was. <laughs> um, or even, like, personal in-jokes as well. There yeah, was a few exactly. of those as well. But, uh, yeah, and everyone votes and puts in their, their votes and points are awarded and then at the end a winner is crowned. And that was solid. Like, Quip, Quiplash 2 was, was good. There's nothing it wrong was... with it. It works and it's, it's more of that and it's... Really great. It had a real DC slant for some reason. It did, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. There were so many questions about Batman, Superman. Yeah, really weird. yeah. Um, the cool thing about this version of it, though, is uh, of, about Quiplash 2, is that you can now make your own prompts. Mm. So you can actually make not only just a whole bunch of prompts, you can make a specific game. So if you had, like, a, say you were having, like, maybe a Harry Potter party, you could go through and write out a whole bunch of... Of Harry Potter related ones, I so want to do this. I have yeah. like I have Harry Potter like marathons and stuff like that. Yeah. I try to have them annually and annually, and I can oh, totally see that yeah. being a massive hit. Absolutely, you know, you can make a themed one, or if someone's birthday, you could make them all about that person. Um, yeah, friendship group. And stuff yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. You know, like for birthdays and and uh, you know engagement parties or whatever. You know, um, and they're always a big hit. Uh, another thing too about like this is over most of the games are. The, because a lot of streamers have been playing them as well on their streams, they're a lot more streamer-friendly now. So you can uh, tweak things to do with uh, the audience as well because it, like, you have you get given a room code and everyone puts the room code into their phone and puts in a funny name or whatever and you jump into the game. But obviously you don't want 1,200 people, random people jumping into your it game. It would be tricky if that was the case. Exactly. <laughs> if you, you're trying to organise the people that are trying to get into your game. Um, but yeah, so you can have a whole bunch of people in the audience and you can alter the level of how much interactivity they have with the game. They can actually sort of play along almost as well. 
There, there's stuff um, for them to do. So yeah. while people, while the contestants are putting in answers and stuff like that, they're, they're not going to be disengaging for yeah. that, which is cool. And something like Quiplash, uh, it actually can impact on the score as well because yeah. you can actually set it so that like the audience vote counts towards points that go to the players who are playing the game. Um, and yeah, so it's really good. Uh, really, really cool stuff. But uh, that was the, the, the one of the, the pack that was, you know, old hat. Oh. Yeah. Um, so apart from that, yeah, four new games. So well, let's go through them because we played them all. We played all of them that night. Yeah, at least two, two goes of each one. Yeah, except for so, one of them. But yeah, because that was all that quite was, a long one. Yeah. Well, wait, which one was that? Which one did we only play once? We only played TKO once, didn't we? TKO. Yeah, oh, you're yeah, right. We only played yeah, TKO yeah, once because that one just had the longest. Yes. Yeah. Um, it feels like we played it twice though. Yeah, it goes forever. <laughs> uh, oh, so what's next uh, down the list? Trivia murder party. Actually. Trivia, murder party, Trivia yep. murder party. Now this one feels like there's always one in these packs that feels like has a little bit more love than the rest of them has been been put into. It's the game they worked the hardest on. I thought this one was controversial at first. I don't think everyone was loving this one. Yeah, to begin with. But yeah, there were a few of us that were like, totally on board, but then yeah, it's um, so some people weren't super keen on it. They're talking um, about me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Look, out of all the Jackbox games, it's always a trivia one I like the least, usually. Yeah. But is, is that one of, the, one of the things I liked about this? So yeah, it is a trivia game. Essentially, it's just everyone gets asked the same yeah. question yeah. and then there's four answers and you have to choose it. But the cool thing about this one was the winning mechanic in the competition isn't just about the trivia. You see, that's what I did like. Yeah, because the way they make it work is just not if you get the most answers right, you're going to win. Because yeah. then if you get the answer wrong, you get put into like a... A challenge. A I challenge, guess. basically, where you can do something that's not trivia-related, quite possibly, that can either... means you're still a contestant, or you end up sort of becoming a ghost in this yep. and being a loser... Although that you still can win even from that yeah, position exactly. later in the game, like there's because that they might have, a have way happened of just... to me at some point. <sighs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they they have a way of just keeping that interesting, and, and even though yeah, it's trivia, but there is way more to it that's not trivia, which is pretty cool. Yeah, well, out of out of all the trivia ones I've included in the Jackbox series, it's definitely the one I've liked the most. Yep. Yeah, yeah. For that, for that very reason, like as a ghost, you can still do stuff. You can still come back and get close to winning at the end, or win, or win. Yeah, you can win. As, like this as, guy, yeah, um, you won yesterday, Joel. I'm happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> Uh, but the setup of Trivia Murder Party is, as you might be able to, uh, you know... Ascertain? Yes, thank you. From the title of the game, uh, it's sort of set up like a, a Saw-esque um, serial killer has trapped you in his, you know, lair. And, uh, yeah, basically you've got to try and answer questions to get out. And it's set up like like a schlock horror, horror mm. movie. Um, like with opening credits as well, it has like a credits title sequence and it introduces all you as your characters and stuff as well. And don't really forget, cool. if you do a sequel, you will yeah. come back as all juniors. the people who died come back as juniors. <laughs> Junior, yeah, except for the person who wins and they stay, they uh, retain their name. Yes, well, yes. Um, yeah, so it's really really cool. So uh, uh, all those little mini game things that you have to do are quite quite macabre in some. Aspects. Carb, intense, funny. They yeah. can alter the whole way the game is played. Yep. One of them, you have to choose which finger to cut off, which yes. basically is going to make it so you can't choose a particular answer yeah. the next round or the, for the rest of the game. The rest of the which game, is, yeah. lost a finger. It's completely screwed. And it's that random. Just, yeah, like there's random. Like, like you might be, you might be absolutely destroying at trivia, like our good friend Brendan was, uh, mm-hmm. and then in the uh, the final segment, you might get overthrown and, and lose the game but it's uh, I have one too where I it was called the, the Wheel of Death 
And all I had to do was I had to hit. Oh. All I, my prompt was that I had was to hit spin. That was the least fair one. Yeah, it was. It was bullshit. <laughs> um, I had to. I hit spin, and it was a wheel that had like big chunks of the wheel were set out as death, and then tiny little slithers as live. Uh, and if it lands on live, you live. If it lands on die, you die. So of course I died there. Um, and it's all it, it, very much like uh, from one of the other games, the, the Jackbox games, uh, which is the, the, the lineage of Jackbox games. With um, you don't know Jack which is a game from years and years and years yeah. ago, uh, but which got brought back for the first Jackbox Party Pack. Right, I remember playing that. Yeah, yeah so and it was always like a really bit of an offbeat trivia game. It wasn't your, your, your classic Trivial Pursuit mm-hmm. kinds of questions. It was sort of weirdly, the questions were put together quite in a different way so that you would maybe throw you off a little bit. Um, and also the subject matter was also about random things that you wouldn't ever really think about. Yeah. Um, and that sort of carries over into this game as well. Some of the things you're like, what? what? Like, you know, one of the ones was like, you know, like, wh- wh- who would I be talking about if I was talking about someone who, who whips a nanes? Oh, and, uh, yeah, which I had no idea about. Yeah, yeah so like... Music is not my... Yeah, it was... Like, I, I, There's I a lot of modern one, music. But, yeah. yeah. It can get tricky. Um, yeah, so it's weird things like that as well. I uh, I really enjoy this game. It, oh, that was great. You mentioned it, it like tense before. Uh, for some of the, that the things, final round is yeah. so much fun. So it's fair to say the first ten rounds, the first ten questions you get asked, that that's for warm up. Yeah, and then, pretty much. I mean, that just puts you. It's about figuring out where you're going to be for that final round, yeah. basically, yep. and sets you up for that really <laughs> balls to wall ending where it's, it's just for, like it's for seeding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. So, it's very cool. One says one person left alive. Um... And the rest are ghosts. Uh, you you sort of trigger the final round, which you, you get put basically in a corridor, essentially. And there's a at one end. There's a, a light, shining light for your exit mm-hmm. from this hellhole. Uh, and then behind you is like an ominous shadow that will engulf you if you slip behind. And you answer a series of sort of multiple choice questions, essentially. And you have to. It will give you a prompt, and you have to pick which of the two. Or if you're a ghost, you get an extra option um, to give that little bit of leverage. Which is a great mechanic that the ghosts yeah. have this potential to catch up faster. Yeah, exactly. Catch up to you, yeah. Um, and you pick the ones w- that are relevant to that prompt, and if you get them right, you move forward. Uh, so basically, the amount that you get right. So that's the thing. You could have as many as three options. If you get all three right, you'll move forward three. If you get one right, though, you'll still move, move forward one, one. So you're still progressing. You're still um, progress. You don't it's move backwards cool either as well. No, there's no other um, backwards. But yeah, and the person who's in first place, who's alive still uh if a ghost catches them then they basically switch spots um that per- and the person who was originally alive becomes a ghost and then the person who was a ghost becomes alive and can win the game and steal it from whoever else which might have yes <laughs> i'm so i'm sorry to bring it up i wasn't so much. even I'm in the room so happy. i was in the room i was downstairs while you were playing that game and i could oh. hear you downstairs Shane, at the top of your lungs, you were so excited about wedding. We were game. getting wedding photos taken while we were playing it. It was like a thing that we were doing for wedding photos, and I just I cannot wait to see those photos because <laughs> the genuine just like I I was like a coach at like full time at the grand final. I was just like, oh, I did it! and that's but, ultimately the beauty of these games is oh. they can be as a community thing to play in a room. And in a world now, we play so many multiplayer games, like video games are played online. Like we have a good time playing Overwatch, yep. and talking over voice chat and stuff like that, but. They're played in separate rooms to be able to play something together that everyone, like you said, is already familiar with the controller. Uh-huh. It's really straightforward and simple, but can have such a great time doing it. It yeah. just says speaks volumes to how good this game can be. Yeah. It's an awesome party game. It's an awesome party game. So yeah, there's, that's, that's Trivia Murder Party. Um, 
what was next? Espionage. Uh, Espionage, which is cool. It's like a, I love that one. It's really uh, yeah. It's it's one. I I really enjoyed it. It's one of the probably more less memorable ones. I feel. Of the pack? Yeah, yeah, I just think it's a, a really easy game to play. It's one of the, another one of those games where it's... If anyone's ever played the board game Wits and Wages, it's mm-hmm. a lot like that, where you don't necessarily have to know... So the... Okay, we should talk about the concept first. The idea yeah. is you're given a question, a question... Basically, it's a statistical question of some sort. Yeah. So, for instance, how many people... I think one of the questions was, how many people um, in the survey they did, international survey, admit to have... Um, Admit to have joined the Mile High Club by themselves. <laughs> That's right? right. Yeah. Pretty dirty sort of question, but very funny. And then you have to say what percentage of people you think have done that. So it could be anywhere between 0% or 100%. And you put in that one person each round gets to choose that one. And then everybody else gets to, gets to say whether they think that number is higher, lower, much higher, or much lower. And based on um, what you choose, you get a certain amount of points based on that. There's really no way to lose that one. Well, it's, it's, I mean, you don't have to be exact. You don't have to yeah. know these things spot on. You have to guess and yeah. try and like guesstimate, essentially. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It's really simple. I can see myself playing that with my parents, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's it's probably a more traditional kind of game, I guess, mm. compared to the rest of them. There's there's no real, like, twist or gimmick to it. It's 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 a board game. It's a digital board game, essentially. It is, yeah. Like, it's, like you said, it's a digital version of Witches, Wits and Wages. Um. And it's good. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I had fun. Um, even if some of the, the percentage things were maybe not super relevant to us as Australians. Sure, yeah. And that's, that's often the, problem the biggest with, problem. That's yeah. the problem I have with witches, Wits and Wages as well. Yeah. When I played that at PAX, they're all questions about, like, they're in yards or they're all questions about American football and stuff like that. And yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, this needs to be an Australian version of this. And that happens with, with Jackbox games in general as well. Yeah. You, you'll get that odd question or odd prompt that'll be like, I have no idea. Though I thought they were doing a good job because, like they said, all the stats were coming from worldwide things. They were doing a better job of making them at least a little more... Relatable. Relatable worldwide. It didn't really matter as much. I thought... I've, I've seen it being worse. Yeah. Well, I think... Because the Jackbox guys were actually at... Packs this year weren't they? So yeah, yeah they were. I think they're starting to to tap into those international yeah. audiences a bit. And better. they were a big hit. They were like yeah. those ones. Whenever they get the Penny Arcade guys talking or doing those um, panels, they they get a pretty big audience. Yep. They had a whole thing in um, outside the theaters that was going all yep. day. There was always people there yeah, playing. Yeah, like beanbags just sitting down. People yeah. in the audience just playing along, Very having a good time. Yeah, uh, but yeah, guest spinach was lots of fun. Um, then we had faking it. Faking it was next. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is basically their version of like Werewolf or The Resistance yeah. or something like that. Any of those games where someone is a spy or someone you know, there's a secret hidden character. Even like Bang as well, maybe as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so any of those. Yeah, that. basically those ones where it's trying to figure out who the bad guy is and then identifying that person. Basically, yeah. uh, that's a lot of fun too. Like, <laughs> so the way that one works is. Uh, Depending on what category you pick, so it might be um, hands up, which is like, you know, raise your hand if you've done a certain thing. Uh, or it might be point at the person who is the most or least likely to do certain thing. Or there's a number one where you have to put up, you know, a certain amount of fingers. fingers for the amount of times that you've done that certain thing if you've done that. Um, so everyone gets that prompt set to them, except for one person who is the faker. That faker doesn't get anything. And they have to try and make everyone else believe that they are not the faker by going along with things. So, for instance, there might be something like, you know, raise your hand if you've ever peed in the shower, which was one we had. Um, so people put their hands up. Uh, the faker doesn't get anything. It's just like, get ready to put your hand up. You know, you've got to try and figure it out. 
and uh, and then it goes three, two, one. Everyone who has done that will put their hand up, and then you all argue over whether or not <laughs> you who think you people think, have actually done it or not. Yeah, exactly. Or who you think the faker is yeah. and who's lying and telling the truth. Um, that one gets very heated. It's amazing though. I lo- I it's love great. those games. It's so Resistance good. is like my favorite board game of all time. Yeah, and so like a digital version of this. It's with those sorts of things. Oh, so much fun! I love it. I was talking to Karen about this before. It's like you're so you're so on the offense when you play those games. Yeah. As soon as it gets to the part of the discussion part, you're always just like, "It's that person. Why would it be me? No, it's that person. It's that person." But you do it to the point where. You do it so aggressively you that people suspicious. start, yeah, people start to, no, but people start to second guess whether or not, you're like, because at first you go, oh, clearly it's Brod, but then you're like, but is it Brod? I don't know now. Oh God, time's running out. Um, oh, yeah. who is it? And then you end up usually siding with you. I know I do sometimes. I'm usually it's like, yeah, sure, we'll go with Brod's idea. And you, you get to the end of the three rounds and Brod's been the faker the whole time. <laughs> That's the thing. It's, it's, it's really important. I got it twice in the first game. <laughs> it's really important as a group because you all get to vote individually yeah. at the end of each round. It's really important to sort of... It's the most important unify. mechanic is that is unanimous. Yeah, yeah. and if that's where it fucking gets it's tricky. not a unanimous decision, the faker gets away. Even if the majority have guessed the right person, if it's not unanimous, yeah. the faker gets away. That's the most important thing, is yeah. trying to like, come on guys, like we just have to choose and one person. And it's funny how hard that becomes oh, absolutely. <laughs> at certain points. But it's, it's great mechanic, it works really well. It's a lot of fun. It's it's a very simple setup, but it... It, it moves quickly too, it's yeah. blistering pace that one. Yeah, and I, I think of, out of all of the games, apart from Trivia Murder Party, I think the, Trivia Murder Party and Faking It have the best art design of these packs, I That's think. That's beautiful, isn't it? It's yeah. like a 1950s, like... Like a 60s spy, like espionage kind of sort of cartoon uh yeah I wouldn't say the, see, the espionage thing is more um uh, like espionage yeah. espionage no um, the, it's more like a 50s like PSA cartoon like, you know yeah. those ones like duck and cover cartoons yeah, you see yeah, it's yeah. like one, don't like one of those like the fallout kind of exactly like, yeah very stuff. very yeah. like uh, like boy boy oh, yeah. sort of feel yeah um but yeah, that's a lot of fun. But again, if you've got anyone like sleeping in your house or you know <laughs> trying to be you know do something like peacefully. Uh, yeah, a housemate that's two floors above you yeah, comes down and says, "Guys, you should be a little more quiet." That'd be great. We're like, "Yeah, sorry about that." Sorry. It, it it often erupts in like fits of laughter and screaming and abusive yelling, saying, "No, it's not me. It's you. Why would you think it's me? But obviously, it's you because you would never pin it. No, it's you because you said the other day, and you're disgusting. You're gross. Yeah, yeah like all this kind of stuff as you're well. And always be prepared as a faker as well for the game to really try to screw you over. Oh yeah, if you start being the faker is so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard, especially in like the final round when it's the writing answers. Yeah, they really try to screw you over. The yeah. So the, the final round after you played, I think three rounds, like where everyone gets to pick categories from the, the four categories we mentioned before because um, the, the fourth one is that you um uh, it's like facial reactions it's like it'll say um, make a face that you would make if you were trying to sneak past a bear say this lot we only played that one once because the first one was so obvious who the bear <laughs> yeah. was it was, yeah. it was like oh that's it so moving on <laughs> um, yeah that one that one's probably the hardest of those four categories that was just so difficult and we, I don't think it got picked ever again um, but the final round is called text me up and it's basically you get Three prompts that you have to write an answer to. So it might be like, name a fruit. Um, name a, a, like a shitty car. Or um, name well, a bad place for a first date. Things like that. Um, so 
most of the people get sent the same question, except for obviously the faker, who gets get sent uh, prompts as well, but they get sent ones that are slightly different mm-hmm. that could possibly fit in, their answers could possibly fit in with the rest of the answers. Their answers, like, it won't be something completely, like, if it's a fruit, they're not going to, you know, give you the name of a, a state or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. But it will, but, yeah, the, the, it won't be the same question, so while it's, like, recognisably mm-hmm. an answer to a question, it's not... Going to be quite right, yeah. Yeah. So you've got to be careful before you pick. You've got to almost try and figure out what the question the yeah. rest of the people are being asked. Yeah. Like, okay, if I'm being asked this, what are they possibly being asked? And should I try and tailor my question to that? Or, or the whole time, being very, very aware of a clock ticking down. That's true too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the thing with these Jackbox games is because they, they, they move so quick because they're all on, like, a very strict timer. Mm-hmm. Um which is good. It keeps the pace up of the games. Um, it means you can play more than one just just one game in a night. Um, we were talking about this before in terms of board games. I'm a really big fan of like micro games and those games that are like you can learn in five minutes. They take ten minutes to play, and mm-hmm. you can play like four rounds of them in an hour. I love those kinds of games because they're the types of games you can just chuck in your bag when you're at a convention or like uh, if you're going back to see family. Be like, hey, I got this new game. Pull it out. Like zombie dice or something like you know zombie dice. Zombie dice takes like thirty seconds to teach, but it's it's a simple concept and it works. And I love that kind of thing. And I feel like faking it's very similar to that. Tiny tangent: Did Jackbox Plight make any like just straight mobile ones? Not ones that need you obviously use a mobile phone and then a console, but ones you can just play straight on your mobile. I don't think so. Don't they should? Yeah, the Jackbox games are on mobile. I'm pretty sure. Really? I'm pretty sure I did a quick Google like a Uh, Google Play Store search yesterday. Okay. Because it would be amazing to be able to play that in line, like waiting to play. Final Fantasy 15 or something like that demo yeah. and just play a Jackbox game amongst yes. us. Yes. Oh my God. It's, it's hard with some of them because you need... when you're on public transport. Great well, when... It's hard because you need that sort of, I guess, that centerpiece screen for some of them. Do you? I know. I'm trying I to think I feel like there is a way work. around it if you've all got a screen. Yeah. I mean, you all need internet access and you all... And like, it's easier at home with a Wi-Fi. Yeah. Stuff like that. But I wonder... Anyway, sorry. Just, just That'd be interesting. I, I would not be surprised if that's the way it goes. What about a Switch version? Yeah, exactly right. The like, Switch how could that be? Work, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. It's, uh, it's I suppose it's hard too because those games still need to connect to the internet. So it depends whether the Switch has got some sort of yeah way of connecting internet connection. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, and then the last one. Are we missing one? I yeah, we're like no. Just the last one is, is TKO. 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 Right. Yes. TKO. Uh, it's kind of the draw for one. There's always one that involves drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is cool because you've got those touch screens. You might exactly. as well use Exactly. And, you know, there's nothing better than looking like crudely drawn pictures on a mobile phone. Um, this one sort of takes it to the next level. That, uh, whereas Drawful was pretty much Pictionary. Well, it was Pictionary. Yeah. Um, uh, Pictionary mixed with Cards Against Humanity almost again. Like that sort of... Yeah. It was yeah, a weird it was... amalgamation of a few different sure. things. Um, but, yeah, this one has like... It, it's got like a storyline of sorts as well. Like, you know, you go to T-Shirt Island and you have to try and fight your way up the, the ranks. It kind of almost um, plays the aesthetic of like a Street Fighter game. Yeah, like yeah. Like, like an 80s, like like the Karate Kid kind of yeah. Yeah, vibe as well. And the music as well is that sort of like, you know, really like energetic rock and roll sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, and the art design on that one is actually really good as well. But, yeah, basically you design T-Shirts. So you draw three pictures to start off with. And then you get asked to write in as many slogans or sayings or things that you would put you would want to see on a t-shirt or something or something that you think would be funny. Um, you get I think like thirty seconds or something to put in as many as you can. 
Uh, and then your t-shirts battle it out, and everyone votes on. They come up. Well, on the then, well, then what happens is that you get those things oh, that people right, have yes. drawn and p- things that people have written, and you are able to basically mix and match to try and create t-shirts with a picture and a slogan, basically. Right. Yes. And then from having those pieces put into t-shirts, you battle the t-shirts against each other, and you just vote on the basically the funniest one. And it's a long setup, which makes it. We watched the Penny Arcade guys play at PAX, yeah. and they didn't have the audience features on. It was no. kind of a bore. Yeah. It got funny once you got to the versus part, but it was, a, it was a long deal. Playing it when you're all got stuff to do, and then the payoff was so funny. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. Because it was the last game we played of the night, and it was like 12, it was like 12 a.m., and sli- we all a had a deep. We had a, see, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We Probably all had like, better. and it was a long day too. We've been going all day doing like various things, not like drinking or anything, but like we we had things we needed to do that day, and so we were all pretty tired, a bit loopy. We've been laughing our asses off at all these other games all night, and then it just got it got to the weird place. <laughs> it got lines were crossed. Yes. Oh no, not even crossed. Like just. I don't even know where the line was anymore. It was just it's it's right back there, man. It's, it's oh, gone. Some of the things that came out from that came out of that night were just we can't repeat. We can't. I honestly, I was like trying to think of one that was like really funny, but like to try and repeat, but there's not there none, none of them. were appropriate. <laughs> um, which brings me to the next point. Uh, so obviously, a, a game based around designing T-shirts, uh, you maybe want to purchase one. Um, so the game gives you the option to actually purchase some of the t-shirts that you've made in the game, which, uh, I feel like I'd get arrested <laughs> if I you wore some. I dare anyone to, to wear any of the t-shirts. That needs to be like, we around. need to, yeah, <laughs> like. I, that should be some sort of punishment. Next oh, Bucks party, God. like, that we have to, that we have to do something for. That's, that's a great like, idea. Yeah, we'll play it the night, like, a couple of weeks before and come up with the best one and then, yeah. Give us oh. the buck. Oh, boy. Or, but yeah, it's yeah. You actually can purchase the t-shirts and get them sent. And I think they uh, they sent it packs that they d- had um, just made available to Australia. Yeah, so you can you can uh, purchase those t-shirts. I don't know exactly what the pricing is on them or anything like that. I think it runs through it runs through something like Redbubble or something. Yeah, maybe not Redbubble, but one of those shirt, build your own t-shirt. Yeah, build your own sites. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really cool. But uh, yeah, it was a, that was a long talk about Jackbox. It was. I mean, five games but, is a bit to talk about, but it was excellent. It was yeah. just I, I, coming back to the start of the conversation about it. Yeah, I'd found the other ones. Some games are good, some are memorable. I thoroughly enjoyed. There obviously there are some are higher tier than some others, but I enjoyed all five games. Yeah, I want to play all of them again. Yeah, absolutely. As a collection, it was the most interesting. Yeah, thing. which I was worried about because I'd only seen two of the games at that point being played. I was worried about that maybe they were starting to run out of ideas and stuff. Opposite. No. It's by far their best one. I think, yeah, they're, they're leaps and bounds. They've, they've come from, from that first Jackbox party pack. It's such a it's such a smash hit, too. Like, if you bring that out at a party, like, it doesn't matter whether you play video games, whether you play board games, yeah. whether you've never held a smartphone in your life or anything like that, you can still have fun with this game. It's just so accessible. Mm-hmm. And you can just jump in at any point and, and play along. Like, your housemate came home while we were playing TKO, and we were like, oh, I've got a spare spot, do you want to jump in? And she jumped in, and, like, instantly was in fits of laughter. Yeah. It was just, you know, it's instantaneous. I it's it, The barrier of entry in terms of price is a little high, but... It is, it is if you If think, you look at it on paper, yeah. Yeah, you see it, so, like, because I was the one who was like, oh, we should do this, I've been meaning to try and get the third one, there's a bunch of episodes, it'll be a fun way to spend the evening, mm-hmm. just chill out and play Jackbox. <laughs> Went to download it straight off my phone, like, $40 reduce. Yep. 
And like, it's a lot of dollary dues. It's a lot of dollary dues for something that's not like, you know, I mean, I'll pay that for a AAA title, no problems. Yeah. But for a party game that I'm only ever going to play with other people around. Well, even $40 for like a, like a, an indie single player experience. That's like, How know. much was The Witness again? Well, that's there you go, like 50 I did pay yeah. that much for so, The Witness and I don't regret it for a second. But yeah. that's like a game that I knew I couldn't spend time with and I was going to play by myself. I didn't, didn't rely on... Because this is the thing, right? If I want to play... If we're not at my place and I purchase this, I, I mean, I technically can take it with me. I can sign into one of your PlayStation 4s and re-download it again. It's a bit of a hassle. It's not like a board game where I can just take it with me, put yeah. it in my car and it's there and like, we can play it wherever we are. That's true. And we also don't have the internet to stream it. We, we, if we had better internet, that would be an option. We could just yeah. stream it and we could all join in privately. That's true. Right. But yeah. again, we don't really have the internet for that. Dialogue no, options. Just Australia doesn't. Yeah, yeah I, that's I would the, say we the don't. The dialogue yeah. options Twitch stream, that would have been good. <laughs> There's a delay on Twitch anyway. You see when other yeah. people play yeah, it. Yeah, like, You get the prompts at this end, but you don't. You can, well, that's one of the features with the, the, the audience stuff. I'm pretty sure you can adjust the timer settings so that will calculate, so you can oh, okay. adjust for delay. I we should give it a go it. one day. We do so much stuff online anyway. We, we should, should try and give it a go one time. Anyway, point being, in terms of it comes to price, yeah, so you're paying 40 bucks for it. And like I said, it's a niche sort of thing. It's not going to get, I can't just go home and play it now. I'll be, I can't play it by myself. No. But $40 is how much I'd probably pay for one of those games if it was a board game. Exactly. So in ma- the amount of enjoyment we got out of it, like that was worth 40 bucks. Yeah. Well, even for that one time. We I started it. Again. We started playing it like. Nine o'clock, and yeah, we left your house at twelve thirty. Yeah, so like it was like, and we played solidly for that entire time. Yeah, um, and we played like we said, we played through each of them twice, except for TKO because it's just it, the longest. It's a longer one. Um, but okay. no, it was if you think of it as a board game, essentially, it's and it's priced that way. It is it is a very good board game and, and well worth the price. You'll you'll buy it. You'll go, oh god, have I done the wrong thing? And then you'll have friends over. You'll play it once. You'll go, oh, I did the right thing. Yeah, it's I exactly how I did felt. the right thing. Exactly. Um, but yeah, shall cool. we get on to the, uh, the big thing we've been playing this week? The main attraction? Yeah, yes. wow, okay. The feature presentation. <laughs> At the 50 minute uh, point? Sorry yeah. guys, I waffle. Yeah. I always make things no, go longer. Like I said, there was five really solid games to we cover already, in Jackbox. We already have one waffler here, it's dangerous when we've got <laughs> um, Yes, Pokemon. Pokemon Sun and Moon. It's been out for you know, just over a week now. We've all had our heads firmly planted in that world. Um, some maybe more than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I had some free time. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I did not. Uh, Brod and I are about the same point, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I'm just looking at that now. I'm trying to figure out exactly how many hours I've cleaned. I think it's about, I'm about 11 hours. I'm at 20. But I think I've left mine open a little bit. No. Like, I left my DS open a couple of times. No comment. All right. Uh, no, no comment. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm at 12 hours. 12 hours. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. But the 12 hours has been great. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. Um, I, didn't get, I haven't had a chance to listen to last week's podcast yet. Okay. How far into it were you when you played that oh, stage? Oh, I only just started. We didn't talk too much about it because we, we decided to dedicate more. Because like, yeah, we just Pokemon's that, that sort of game impressions. where if you start it, you've got, you've got to play it for a decent amount of time yep. to really dig into it. Well, that's the thing. I think the, playing this one, it's always the... Uh, the first impression is like, oh, this feels really familiar. It's not until you get deep into it that you start to... Um, sort of figure out what the differences are. And although yeah. I was aware of them, unlike you guys, <laughs> I wanted to be media blackout. And then I would like I'd be on at three AM on YouTube, and a new a new trailer goes up, and I sort of see the first screenshot. That's a new Pokemon. <laughs> I'm like, I've seen it now. I might as well watch the whole freaking trailer. Nintendo so I'd seen most hard. of it. 
I know Taya and Carl Bossman, um, the guy from Easy Allies, has said this before that the Pokemon marketing is awful. Yeah, it it is because it spoils the entire discovery yeah. experience it's for a game so, that's all yeah. about catching them all and the monsters you come across and all those sorts of things. It's so aggressively they kill it all. Yeah, and specifically this generation. Like again, I. I'm, no, they I, did this for the last... They did for X and Y as well. It was I remember, just I, as bad. I yeah. didn't take it as seriously then. It was only really... Again, speaking of easy allies, watching them play Red mm. for the first time. Well, Brandon play Red. Oh, I love Inspired so me to yeah. do it. And like, go, like looking back now when I played the game and some of the trailers, and it says it's got like, picture of a Pokemon, name of a Pokemon, types of the Type Pokemon. Type of the Pokemon. I'm like, yep. are you kidding It'll me? It'll tell you its ability. It, yeah. yeah. They'll even, on the website, if you go that far, oh they'll give God. you like their Pokedex entry. Yeah. <sighs> It was, yeah, it was so aggressive. Now, look, okay, so here's the thing. Do you think, I know you said they did it for X and Y, but do you think that this is a result of the Pokemon Go phenomenon? No, no, I think you this think is, for whatever reason, the they, they figured out. Because, like, they did it for X and Y, they also did it for Aorus when, because it was less for them to reveal, right? Yeah. yeah. But they showed all of the Megas, basically, that were coming into that game. That's true. They showed yeah. the um, the Omega and Alpha forms of um, the Legendaries and stuff yeah, like that. They showed up. all of that stuff got shown in advance. All of the key yeah. stuff. The stuff that you would want to sort of dig into and figure out beforehand. And that's true of this game as well. I knew about Pokemon Palego. I knew about... I know there's something that neither of you know about yet because you're not that far. God that damn is it. freaking awesome that oh. I saw someone cosplaying as at PAX. Are you serious? And I was like, this game isn't even out yet. And that is a massive spoiler. Um, but you guys wouldn't have known it. You, oh. I only recognize because I'd seen the trailer. There's something really cool coming that, that was spoiled in one of the s- second last trailer or so. You didn't. I, I, I think you did a really good job. Uh, yeah, like look, I kind of <laughs> wish I had. It doesn't bother me that much. I still like. You watch the trailer once. You see a Pokemon because you're curious. You go, oh, it looks cool. And when it shows up in my game two months, three months later, I'm still going, oh, wow. Yeah. Forgot about that one. That's cool. Yeah. I, but, I, I don't know. I, it, it's been such a great exercise in restraint. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm usually the first person that's like, oh, my God, new trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy. Have you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> my Facebook. That's all it is. But. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We just sort of, we all sort of, there's a few of us that sort of made a like you know, unofficial pact. I guess we were just like, no, we're just going to, well, that's when I find anything else about it. I was able to warn you off a couple of times. Yeah, I was yeah, like, was, oh, yeah. yeah. you're our scout. Someone, yeah, was, yeah. Lines, so. <laughs> yeah, I was the canary. Do not go. Do not <laughs> go in. <laughs> Abandon Twitter. Uh, well, that's the thing, because I definitely was into the spoilers for Omega, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. Or... There's less to spoil there, though, yeah, because it was, it, like, it was a remake, which is even heavy. A, Probably even X and Y. Yeah, and but I think even in avoiding most of the spoilers, I'll probably a lot of the stuff happening in this game will stick with me a bit longer. Yeah, yeah it's, I'm it's sure. Like, Whoa, yeah. That's well, neat. that's the that's thing. Cool. We we should sort of get into that, like because this this for for the most part it is a, a, a typical Pokemon game. I just realize there's a whole thing. If you're at the same level I'm at, there's a whole storyline that that I know about that involves really interesting Pokemon. I'm looking at Kyra because he all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that neither of us have gotten to yet. That's pretty awesome. Oh my so god. You're in a very cool position we, here. We might um, start off as, we're not going to spoil it, but let's just say, I'll say this, the story in this game is probably the best Pokemon story. Even though I'm yeah. not that far into it. So we should, we should probably say we're up to I'm like, in the game it's set in Hawaii. Uh-huh. There's four islands. Alola. Oh, Alola, thank you. Yep. The region's Alola. It's essentially Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. it's Hawaii. We all know it's that. absolutely Hawaii. Um, uh, uh, I'm up getting to the middle towards the end of the second island. So yeah. I'm sort of about, if this was the badge thing, I'd be feeling about like I'm getting to the third or fourth badge yeah. probably. Um, but even though the story hasn't really kicked in a big way yet, 
um, the bits I have seen I've really liked. The yeah. characters yes. are actually characters. Yeah. Which is How crazy might be the is that? first time in a Pokemon game, which is such a weird thing to like. Yeah. It seems so basic and obvious. And then sometimes I feel with that uh, Nintendo games, I'm the biggest Nintendo zombie there is. I love Nintendo. Right, yes. Tapity events. But right. sometimes um, Nintendo come, comes out and we, we praise it for doing something that the other games have been doing for ages. It's the Apple technique. Kind oh, of, yeah. It's it's like it's like Apple, but it I comes think... out. They're like, whoa, they can do like. Oh my god, you know... the the online in thing works finally. Like, yeah, or... it's like, yeah, but... well, we've got voice acting in Zelda coming out in the next one. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. The game's been doing that for like, three generations now. now. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole strike based around it now. The it's, weird uh... thing with Nintendo is just the way they do their games. They always focus on gameplay. I, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think they've really started taking story in games seriously no. until sort of maybe recently. And sometimes it works, like it has been in Sun and Moon. Sometimes it doesn't work, like in Star Fox Zero, where the story Ooh. is probably one of the weaker points of that okay. game. Or Metroid's... Other End? Other End. Oh, Metroid Other oh. End, which uh, oh. destroys its cherished character. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I should have brought that one up. That's, That's fine. Um, it's fine. Look, yeah, I, I, I think too, like, I'm, I'm about the same spot you are, like maybe half an hour ahead of you yeah. in terms of like... Like gameplay, um, but I, I think the other thing too, like you know, not not only are the characters memorable, like the if, for lack of better words, the way it's shot, like the cinematography of it all, like it's you're hundred percent right. It's got great cutscenes, and there was a bit uh, early on in the game when your character was walking with Lily, this other character, out of the training school. Yeah, the whole segment. As someone who's played Pokemon for a million years now, wish I didn't have to go through. But oh, yeah, right. but it was close up. But she walked out, and the cat. She was walking. And the camera was following her as she walked, and it was a, it was a cinematic shot. I was like, I have never seen that in a Pokemon game. No, before. usually it's top down all the time. Camera never really changes. Yes, like, you just sort it, of follow them. Like, oh, even the opening cinematic. Was Omega, yes, um, yeah. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire kind of did it a little bit, and you even they've been taking steps. They've been they've been yeah. getting here. I didn't realize how much of a graphical upgrade this game was on the trailers yeah. until I started playing it. It actually is like the the fact that your characters are always like proportionally always the same. Pokemon exist in the world a lot more. Yep. Generally, the towns just feel like actual big towns with yeah. the real layouts. It's the closest we've got to a like a three D Pokemon game. Well, that's honestly, I think this is the yeah. console game we sort of always wanted to be. Maybe not the MMO that people talk about sometimes. Yeah. The, the Pokemon. Pokemon game that will come to Switch next year. Exactly, that's right. It, and, and if that's the case, as it sounds like it's going to be, I can see why that transition will be really easy because it already feels like it could yep. be on a console, which is cool. Yeah, really cool. I can't. I cannot wait. It's great. If it's hot, I mean, if it's, they really do a good job with the, the graphical upgrade, that could yeah. be amazing. Yeah. As uh, the, the the graphical leap is great, and I love how animated a lot of the character spaces are. But yes. let's just I just want to hone in for a second on how sometimes terrifying it is to see your your character's blank smiling face. <laughs> Agreed. I was like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I wish I could change my facial features. Yeah. A yeah. Bit. They is so. It's just like always it, so happy. And the yeah. other thing is too like. When like when you beat a trainer and like when you're walking along you beat like you, you get into a, a trainer battle and you win, uh, and they do like they say at the end they're like their text will be like oh man that was such a great battle a really good job and they're like character design there's like four stock designs yeah. for the characters and they'll look they'll, they'll be looking down with like angry look on their face with hands on their hips like frown, like scowling at you but they're saying really great job I really had a great battle with you and it's like. Wait, hang on. What? Like, what? What's going? I actually noticed that. That I, most of the time, I thought they were spot. They were okay. Ash, but... uh, Ash pointed it out to me, and I cannot unsee it now. Sure. And it's just—it's it, like a glass-shattering moment. I'm sorry, it's broken up for you as I, well. But I especially noticed it in some of the later cutscenes where they 
some sort of serious stuff is going on. Yeah, my character's just... He's like... He's smiling. Yeah. He's having the best time. He's having the best day of his life. But I'm just like, this is pretty serious it's over like here. like the villager in Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, can, I, can I ask you a weird question? When you play Pokemon, you've played... I think you guys have played most generations. i played Yeah, there's been a couple that I have, I've missed out on. Do you always put the name in as your actual name? Or yeah. is it ga- a name that rec- you recognise as you? Yeah. I always use my name, yes. Yeah, I used to do that. And then we- when you used to be able to name your rival, I used to name it something horrible. Sure. So, I didn't. Um, I, I used a which friend's is, name for my rival. I've which, all, I remember an X and Y I made because Ben and I got the opposites. Yeah. I named my rival Ben. I, well, I always named it something horrible because I thought it was hilarious. And it's now the reason that Nintendo won't let us name rivals probably. <laughs> so, um, but can yeah. You, can you blame them? Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> it's fair. Like, well, you know, like... Fuckhead McGee or something. Of them, like, for example, yeah. yeah just oh, as an example, I can't remember the, the, my yeah. favorite one, but yeah, I had really bad ones. Lots of C bombs. Um, Lots of C bombs. But yeah, no, I always name my character after me because I was jolly. I've changed that. Really, X and Y was the last time I made my character broad, and then because X and Y and Auras seemed so connected in terms of like the same engine, uh, and the Poker Bank existed now, so it was really easy to put my Pokemon from one game to the other one. They felt like I could interchange them a lot. It was like, okay. I don't want to be broad again in the next game. I made myself a female character and called her Olivia. Oh. I really like Olivia and in this game I've done it again. I've gone back to being a guy but I'm blonde and my name is Charlie named okay. after the character from Lost. It was like Hawaii. Oh, yep. So no, Charlie. Um, so you're RP. He might, might be gay, actually. <laughs> I think I've decided. Just the way he dresses. Some, some so I'm having a really hard time. You're, you're, you're role playing. I am. I am. In Pokemon. And I've never done it before until I did a little bit in Omega Ruby, Ruby Alpha Sapphire. I'm doing it more in this one. I'm really enjoying it, actually. That's really interesting. Yeah. Like, there's like an extra layer to this game. You yeah, I, know. I like that. I've, it's because, cool. because it's so customizable as well, it's cool to just make them. Well, that's another good point. Unique. Like, I, <laughs> the moment I got to the shop. Uh, the, like the town where I could start buying things and I realised that I could ch- buy new clothes and get new hair I got super excited because that like, was what was missing from Omega Ruby Alpha so far well, it was yeah. great next and why yeah it was awesome and I, 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 I love that the, you know and that each town store has completely different and new items like like different yeah. items and uh, exclusive items you can get at each store which is cool um, yeah, also I, great feature oh you have a new Z Crystal, you can just get more stuff at this store. I never have to, like, if I'm in an early town, go, oh, I can only get Pokeballs here, I can't get Ultra Balls. Not an issue anymore. Nope. That was, yeah, that's just, oh, thank you for fixing that. That was yeah. just a not issue that didn't need to exist. There, is a, there are a lot of those things where it's just like, and just like simple fixes. Like, so many when you them. catch a Pokemon and you go, oh, I'd really like to have that in my party, you can just chuck it straight in your party. I love that. It's just, that that is a, a, a glaring omission that has been not there for so long and makes a pre-existing item actually worth having now yeah, heal exactly. balls have been useless the entire time yep. because they were just your Pokemon would get healed be sent to the PC I'm going to be in the Pokemon Center anyway I don't it. need this to be healed when it goes there but yep. now they can put straight in my party ah oh, it's great makes sense. it's awesome and it's, it's a lot of those like you know like not cutting corners, but like, you know, cutting out the middleman sort of things. Like... It's taking out the little barriers of con- inconvenience, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's just exactly. making it, yeah, a little more user-friendly, um, which oh, makes a whole lot of sense. It's so good. There's, you know, there's a lot to love about this game. There is. I, I have already said it several times to a lot of people I know, but it's probably my favourite Pokemon game since Gold and Silver at this point. Yeah. And it's it's looking at them going, because like, that's mostly there for nostalgia, and because it's got two regions, 
But just how much I'm loving Sun could knock it off. Was one of the reasons that Gold and Silver was so good to you is because it was such a massive upgrade was, from the previous game, from it, the original game. Like they really went, okay, we've got that foundation, it worked. Let's really take that to the next yeah, level. Yeah, do that much, yeah. and have the old region as well. I think things like a clock into that one wasn't a day-night cycle in that one as Breeding, well, and all those genders. Just the whole game just got yeah. blown up. Mm. And while we've had little advances here and there, we've never—I don't think—we've ever had no. Like, we've had massive graphical advantages, uh, uh, like things blow up, obviously, yeah. but not the gameplay has never. It's often been, oh, I'll put in this new feature. We might even take one out. Yeah, you know, it's been little changes here and there as we go along. Right, and that's what makes it so interesting to talk about this one because the the message I've been trying to put. Because okay, so Pokemon is a world where you catch monsters and make them fight. Yeah, right. That's that's it. And Nintendo and Game Freak have sort of been trying to push the. Pokemon are your friends, guys. They want to fight. Like, that's fine. Don't, don't feel bad. I think this one's the one that's gotten closest to getting it right with the, the Pokemon refresh, which is yes. sort of like an, an evolution of a Pokemon ami. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How you um, can, I love like, that. After battles, like, sometimes if your Pokemon gets a status element, a little, a little like, refresh button will pop up after the battle. All you do is tap that, and once the battle ends, it'll pop up with your Pokemon. And there's like a little drop menu you can get like a brush for to get like dirt off of it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But there's like a medicine on the far left that you can just you rub it on your Pokemon. Yep. And poison like parallel parallel yeah. elements. Yep. All gone. It, All gone. It makes so much sense. Thinking I was thinking about this as like whether this was a good addition or not in terms of the way it changes the gameplay. Right. The whole idea of status effects and stuff like that. But think status effects outside of battle or between battles are just an annoyance. Yeah. Only thing it costs you is money, either time to get to the to the Pokemon Center or money to buy yeah. that particular like item, yeah. right? Whereas doing it this way, it doesn't change the fact that you in that battle that status effect was gonna affect you. Yeah. Right? You can't do it until after the battle and you do it you it's instantly an option there for you. You put that five seconds of time of rubbing the medicine yeah. in. And you get the added effect of actually connecting with your Pokemon. Exactly. It's That's the thing. so smart. And that and builds on what we were saying and last week. Pokemon and me was always fun, but it was never particularly something that... Not you really. didn't have to go there. No, you no, had to go no. out of your way to get to it. And that, 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 that builds on something that we talked about last week with the... Uh, like, when you select your starter Pokemon, in terms of um, that ceremony that you go through, where, like, you know, like, you go, all right, I'm going to pick the, the fire cat, and Litten sits there, and he goes... And you stand across from each other and you stare at it and Litten like looks at you and it's like, Litten's looking you up and down. Litten's not sure about you. And then it jumps into your arms and you collect it. It's like, there's that moment where you go, oh shit, what if it doesn't like me? Am I going to have, am I not going to be able to use that Pokemon? Mm. Is that, you know, and there's that moment where you had that little bonding. Like when you get your first pet, it's like, this, this is mine now. Is I get to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you the the most love and attention in the world. And you can actually give it love and attention exactly. in an organic way. Yeah, and and like the more love and attention you give it, like builds its like affection meter, and that has in game rewards as well. It does like mm-hmm. I've got Pokemon that are fire parts. Obviously, they've been there since the beginning, and like sometimes I'll get hit by a critical hit. And go to one HP, but it'll and be they'll like they'll on. hang on because oh, I don't want to disappoint so you. So cool. That's not new. like that was something that's been happening since at least Omega Ruby Alpha yeah. Sapphire. But they're a bit more ability based, haven't they? Uh, no, it was things like that. It'd be like, like yeah. I remember my Charizard would have that. He'd be just like he just he, he's gonna hang in there because yeah. he loves you so much, basically. But even this one, like sometimes they'll they'll like you'll say something and you can they'll head or turn. Like they're looking. They did that in the you. previous one as really? well. Yeah, no. My Char- my Charizard used to turn like all Ruby the time. And oh, right. Well, see, I loved. I never played Ruby and Sapphire, and I loved 
Ruby and Sapphire. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. See, I didn't I play much of it. I, really I didn't get into it. That was the thing. I was like, Ugh, well, that was the that was right the generation where I decided I was going to catch them all, and I did catch them all. <laughs> yeah. That might be why you know that's all the stuff. Yeah, and so I did. I spent <laughs> a lot of time in it, so I noticed those things. But but while that's true, it never happened. Like the way they're doing it in this game is you, that's going to happen pretty much organically and feel good because the way they've implemented Pokemon Refresh. Yeah. It's, it's a lot, so, so well done. The so whole clever. game just feels really streamlined, but not at a compromise of content. There's still so much to do in that game. Oh, like no, you said, yes. like there's stuff that I have no idea about yet. And I'm, I, oh, I just want to go play Pokemon. And everyone knows, like, the, the, the post-game stuff in Pokemon games just keep getting beefier and beefier. Yeah. So I have no, like, I'm nearly finished. So I'm looking forward to seeing what there is after I... I conquer the last challenge. Actually, apart from trying to catch them all, I don't think the last two generations... Well, no, sorry. The last generation X and Y and then the remakes have had amazing post-game stuff. Like, the... I remember in Omega Rufi Alpha Sapphire, you went to the island, they talked about... Because in the original uh, Alpha and Sapphire, there was the battle... There was something. There was Battlefront. Uh, Battlefront Frontier. Emerald had Battle Frontier, I think. Right. And they talk about building the Battle Frontier, yeah, but okay, I don't I think it ever came. No. And, and that was sucked. really, while you removed a feature that people loved, so, yeah, I found mm. it really confusing. There was less post-game content in that game that's for fair. some reason. I did actually notice that as well. That's very weird. I'm wondering about how, like, how crazy stuff got with um, Deoxys and... Oh, Ray- now that Ray was Quasa. cool. Having, like, basically a DLC episode. Yeah. As much as it was kind of janky and wonky and oh, weird, yeah. it was still cool to have more story yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Um, hopefully that's the case with this one. I don't know. We're I don't know yet. I have I have no idea, but like I don't know. There's there's an interesting potential based on some of the the, the story beats I've been having, cool. and some of the, the I visited an area that makes me think maybe there's something to look forward to there. Oh great! But we'll see. But uh, I also want to talk about my other favorite feature, which I was really worried about, and that's no gyms, no badges. Yep. At yep. first, that scared me. Yep. I was because. I don't know. Everyone who's played Pokemon is like, cool. Like, That's not Pokemon. Going into the game, going to get my eight badges, yep. challenge the Elite Four, be the champion. But, and I, I didn't realize it until I was playing this game, but those gyms really restricted how natural the world could feel. Yes. Totally, yeah. Because it was always, I had to walk into that gym. I know what's going to be in there. There's going to be a bunch of trainers of the type that I'm fighting exactly. to fight. And there's going to be some sort I, of like, there's going to be some sort of gimmick about the gym. Some little, make, little yeah, puzzle, like puzzle, I guess. But yeah. it's mainly just a puzzle to traverse it. It's not yeah. actually a, like a... Yeah, it's it's the, pretty basic stuff. The biggest mm. thing for me was always the type thing because that usually sort of not not mostly in the, in the start of the game, but it would restrict the types of Pokemon you could catch. Yes, and it was really refreshing to go into this game. Like when I was going to, I, I was on the first island. I had like a Ghastly, which I usually yeah, wouldn't Ghastly. get. Yeah, Ghastly. You got a Ghastly, oh, nice. which is graveyard. I had one. I'd never have one of those at the start of the game. It was no. in my party for like half the game. Yeah, I got like a, I got a Machop. I've had him in my party for ages. I could, I yeah, I, I feel like oh. it, it allowed the Pokemon to be more diverse straight I'm at the gate. actively trying to avoid old Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Unless they have an Alolan form, I'm like... I ditched the, the Haunter for a Mimikyu, guys. Don't worry. Right. Good. <laughs> I, I just, I so really want to just try and use the new ones. But just so yeah. yeah, it's really... Yeah, but I know what you mean. But like, it, it just... And it also just helps the world feel I'm like a real world that these creatures would live in. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, for some weird reasons, like, ah, there's not many grass Pokemon here. It's, hmm. not, it's not because of the gym, I promise. It's just, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. I just don't let, they don't live here, I don't but know. There's nothing here. Like, I don't know what like, you're really? about. That first gym's rock. That seems like a coincidence. I don't know. Don't know, mate. Catch the bugs, though. It's like it's a mining town <laughs> as well. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. What's going on? So, like, I really thought that was a really, a, an advantage to losing the badges. Yeah. I, look, it, it definitely feels like more like a journey. Yeah. And, like, you know, you're going on this, this epic quest. 
that are, you know, and it feels it feels epic. It feels more the way they do what do they call it? the island challenge is what they call it, right? Yeah, yeah. It just it feels it's interesting. They set up this idea of community a lot more. Yeah. The Alolan community, the way that it's looked at as like a tradition, a rite of passage sort of thing, almost that you know a lot of people go through. It's like celebrated by everybody, and they that was the case with the badges in the past, but it always felt like. I don't know. It didn't feel like the whole... I, it, something about this feels more community. It feels in, more special. It feels more like... Yeah. Ever, yeah. In the early game, I think. The, re- yeah. the region just seems to embrace it in a yeah. different way, which is In really the cool. early games, like, you could see that was what they were trying to go for, but obviously with limitations of hardware and things like that, that they couldn't really get that across. And then it, they, it got so popular that they just sort of rested on their laurels for so long, and it got to the point where they were like, oh, maybe we should, maybe we should go back and try and work on that whole sort of epic like, I keep saying using that word but like that whole like journey going on this mm. journey um, with yeah, your Pokemon with your friends thing. the adventure of it all I don't want to keep referencing Easy Allies because I love them but Brandon talks about this it's really interesting watching someone yeah. play Red for the first time who'd never played Pokemon insane. game this year that's it really, was that crazy I, I highly recommend people go and find Brandon Plays Pokemon and watch that series on YouTube it's, it's really cool it's alright we always recommend people to go watch Easy Allies <laughs> so it's fine and but he talks about that, that it feels like, and Kyle talked about that as well on that, the other host of that show, how in the first one, it very much does feel like this, just a, you on this adventure to get, you know, to become the best in the world of Pokemon or whatever. And yeah. then the other ones have really started, I suppose it'll happen in this one too. The legendaries become really important. It sort of becomes, I have to save the world from, like, you are the guy who's going to fight the legendary and save the world that way and stuff like that. Like, uh, become... Excuse me, I'm a, uh, I'm an 11-year-old boy. But uh, it stops becoming, please. like, that natural adventure of, like, becoming an adult or, you know, growing up sort of thing, I guess. It has to make that sort of, like, that blockbuster cinematic out yeah. to it, yeah. I won't spoil it, but how the legendary is handled in this game, because I, I, I've caught it. Yep. It was actually... Cool, I liked it. It wasn't. It wasn't the problem. I have heard not directly really cool. the problem that you yeah, have okay. with Pokemon. Like it's not like oh, you gotta save the world. Like you are saving something, but like I don't know. Like the legendary feels more natural. How like Kyla to a point where we were basically like it was getting ridiculously were, epic. Well, like you, the whole universe versus Rayquaza in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I loved it, but it was pretty crazy. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It just it it feels a lot more grounded. I think too. Just quickly on the gym stuff as well. I wasn't fe- I wasn't worried about there not being gyms. My thought was, ah, uh, it'll be the same thing. It'll just be rebranded. Oh. Like it won't be eight gyms, but it'll be something equivalent to that. Yeah, and it kind of is, okay. but it's the challenges really do feel unique from one to the rest. They, yeah. they are yeah. they do work in a completely different way. Totem Pokemon is a completely new oh, thing. Fucking infuriating sometimes. Yeah, um, but but like but it's refreshingly good. refreshing challenge. Yeah, exactly. To do in the it brings back the challenging. Like I've I've actually like had to. Like I've whited out and gone back to the Pokemon Center like more times than I'm probably. Is what I've done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, I don't. No, I don't want to ever I'm, lose it. I'm a pure. I'm pure with some, my Pokemon. Some player. of those totem encounters honestly feel a lot more like a traditional, like a JRPG boss. Yes. Yeah. yeah they do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. They call in. They call in support Minions, and then support. They they buff them or mm-hmm. help them out in some way or exactly. debuff you. Like it's yeah. true. Yeah. It's there's a lot to like. Uh, what do we think about the Alolan forms that we've seen so far? I freaking love them. I do too. I love that it's... I, I do wish there was other generations of Pokemon that getting to love. It's just the Gen 1 Pokemon or would, some of the Gen 1 Pokemon. I would be surprised if they were more so... Because, I mean, it's a big deal to go back and change these Gen 1 Pokemon. Yeah. So maybe they were like, all right, let's, let's put some in here and see how it goes. And maybe going forward we'll get different region variants of newer Pokemon. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder if that'll happen as well. The... 
I kind of see what they did as well is the Gen 1 Pokemon because it's the 20th anniversary and they're yeah. celebrating the original yeah, yeah, red, yeah, red yeah, and yeah. blue and that's cool. Like, and it's great to see Pokemon that I love and even like I never was not familiar with them but people have been reintroduced to yeah. Pokemon through Pokemon Go and stuff like that recently exactly. to come in and go oh why is that Meowth different? Yeah exactly. Or, and now they're all the Pokemon they've chosen to sort of remodel are ones that were like you know people people know if you've ever heard of Pokemon you know those sort of Pokemon you've seen them before really if you think about it yeah I think you might be right for the most part like, yeah, for the most part there's probably maybe one or two that like that I know of anyway at the very least they were single type Pokemon I think that they've right. given a yeah. cool and, twist on yeah. and made them maybe just you know usable or at least interesting again yeah I exactly want my, I want my Alolan Raichu so bad I'm waiting for that right. Thunderstone see that's the where thing. is it so normally I never ever ever evolve my Pikachu because Pikachu's pretty cool. And oh, also yeah. has the best vocals yeah, in the game. He's the only one who has his voice. Oh. But uh, for a low on Raichu, I actually made the jump and evolved it. And it's it's really cool to have an electric psychic Pokemon I on I need to team. go back and catch a Pichu. I haven't found one yet. <laughs> I thought uh, I, really? I, I had not it's back on the first like, island. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I, know, island, I, know I went back and looked around there and I couldn't find one. And I was like... Oh. There was a specific area I was tripping over them. I'll try and remember where yeah, it was. Yeah, I need to go back and look at it. My wife did the same thing. You can also like... It might have been around the laboratory, actually, I think about it. You can catch Pikachus there as well. So maybe go for a Pikachu. Because evolving Pichu with happiness... Sucks. Or, got... Also, they're weak. Is they're just they they are squishy as all hell. Yeah. They are hard to to get to, to just keep them up. in the party. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like a, a low on Raichu was really cool. I was super wrapped to get my hands on Vulpix. I haven't got there yet. I'm looking it, forward to that. Though. I loved I, Vulpix. Is like never I've never really been in my team because I usually pick the fire starter. Sure. But it was always a Pokemon I wish I could have in my team. But this time around, it's not fire. It's ice. Yeah. Is it straight ice? Uh, Vulpix is. Uh, Ninetales, I'm pretty sure, is ice fairy. Whoa, I think. I just, I, I'm just, more, in my more, head, I'm more like, okay, I'm going to get that types. Vulpix. How am I going to make this fit into my party? I need <laughs> to be unique types. I think I can fit that one in. Oh, good. It can kill dragons. Got to get rid of this thing, yeah. It's basically a dragon killer as that yep. type. Because like, it yeah. learns like, ice beam and it learns a fairy attack. So it's oh, like, nice. dragon Pokemon, fuck, fuck off. Yeah. You're done. Get yeah, Ninetales. But yeah, I've actually really enjoyed a lot of the low on forms. Doug Trio? I love Doug Trio. I love Doug Trio. It's, it's so handsome. Good. It's just handsome. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, That's exactly what it is. The only one I would always do a double take on is always going to be uh, Executor. Oh, my God. I love it. It's so it's like goofy. It, it, it took me a while. When I encountered it, when I think I finally accepted it in the game, I was like, okay... Yeah, all right. Because you, yeah. you, you, you were so down on it. it you were that, like, that was the first one, right? Yeah. That was the one that was like the one that was like the whole idea of one of the first falls. one. I that think, was yeah. one that had spoiled for me and made me go, what the fuck are they doing here? I, yeah, I believe yeah. that, I actually believe because I was playing paying attention to it pretty closely. I think it was the first one. Right. Like, and it was like, what is this? That's not... This when I dopey when I fucking it, face. I love it so I'm much. Like, I, wanna, I, I want an evolution. One. Yeah, right. But it's yeah. Like, this is when I suddenly figured out that they'll be doing this in some Gen 1 Pokemon, so yeah. that was interesting. Yeah, it's cool stuff. Um, yeah, I really like... Z-moves? Like what do we think about Z-moves? Yeah, cool. So Z-moves are obviously Dragon Ball Z-moves. <laughs> I mean, I think there's a few things referencing Dragon Ball here. Yeah. Even the Zygarde, like... Zygarde, the name of the, the legendary, the Z-Legendary, or Z-Legendary from X and Y. You know how you go oh, yeah, oh. early on, the, uh, I think it's yeah. Saturday second on, you get the yeah, cube, the Zygarde the cube. cube, and you start finding oh, the cells. Yeah, and then, Like, it's all... it's. Obviously referencing Cell from Dragon Ball Z, yeah, right? Yeah, and it even mentions forms as well. Exactly, yep. yeah. Yep. He's got like, yep. so a, like a perfect or imperfect form sort I was of actually, thing almost. I was, in a, I was in a spot reading some reports that even described not exactly something that sounded like something from Evangelion, 
but they're like oh talking God. about like dummy tests on like a specific thing and there's like three units and stuff like that really yeah what? i was like what the hell is this game that's amazing it's like oh my so god this like, game is... i still have a lot to dig through obviously that's it's cool but yeah I, I really like the z moves i've used them a couple of times well i've used one a couple of times I've, I'm, a, I'm only using like phytanium z or whatever it's called mm-hmm. um on my machop and it's just, it, I only use it if I'm like, oh, I just want to get this battle over with. Yep, get out there, cool, awesome. I've done a whole bunch of damage, it's great. Um, but it looks awesome, and the the little cutscene you get, and you do like your little dance you have to do to Which is in the anime it. as well, I've heard. Oh, like, that's cool. The dancer in the anime. I kind of want to watch this anime. Anime, the, that animation style is really different. It's actually, like really... it looks kind of cool. I've actually had a lot of people Ooh. like it so far. I think people looked at it because it was so different at first. Very, like, it's hard to say that anime isn't cartoony anyway, but it's a big departure. It looks quite kiddie it almost. It one right. Yeah, one piece oh, even, yeah. okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were sort of a bit like, uh, from the trailers, but I also sort of went, that sounds like a cool, refresh way yeah, to Yeah, because the anime's kind of been the same. The sa- I mean, it's gotten better. I was looking at some clips from oh, X and yeah. Y recently, and, like, the anime looks good these days. Oh, yeah, the X yeah. and Y and Z series, or whatever it was called, looked great. Yeah. yeah. Um... But yeah, it's nice to have a change sometimes. Yeah. Just mix things up. And if it doesn't work, they change it back next yeah, exactly. year. It doesn't matter. But that's the thing. Like, the, the, this game seems like such a... It's so familiar... Familiar... Familiar. But it's so refreshing in the same mm-hmm. breath. Like, it's... I just... I find it interesting to think that, like... This has been a pretty... I would say it's been a decent shake-up for Pokemon formula. Like, not a huge one. Because, like... The badges are gone, but the, there's sort of the same sort of track you go down. Yeah. But between this and, like, Zelda next year going open world and really shaking yeah. up the Zelda formula, it's good to see Nintendo sort of going outside of its comfort zone. Yeah. It's, it's always funny when people talk about how uh, they want a game to do something different. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's, I, I think it, it's a really hard thing to quantify what that means. It's like, do you really want the game to be so different that it's not the game anymore? Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. Want, I don't want Pokemon, the next main series Pokemon game, to end up being, like, an action RPG. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, it wouldn't no, be Pokemon no, anymore. No, no. There are other side series to do that in. And Final Fantasy's done this. It's become basically an action, action RPG. And Resident Evil has had massive formula shake-ups here and there as well that are really big. But I don't know if Pokemon necessarily needs that. No. I don't think so. I think this no. is just enough. I think this is exactly the right way to do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, just make it refreshing enough for the people like us who've been playing it for years and years and years, but also still just as accessible as it was day one mm-hmm. to newcomers, which is especially important with this iteration because of Pokemon Go. Because you've only got to look at the numbers of, like, how many units they've sold. Like, obviously, Pokemon sells well, yes, mm. but... It always has. It Like, it's a strong, strong franchise. I'm a, I'm a chiropractor by trade, and I see families and stuff in here kids freaking love Pokemon yeah. people like, underestimate that I think yeah. I've been because I, I, I remember loving it when I was 10 years old and 10 year olds still love Pokemon yeah. like love it it's like you know but I think that the numbers have been increased uh, people who might be just morbidly curious after playing Pokemon Go this free app that they've looked at and go oh I've heard of Pokemon oh this is kind of cool you know have we heard any numbers on I don't sales yet the, the closest I heard was in Japan it like it was a little bit under, I think, X and Y. I heard that okay. too, but it was a little bit under X and Y after a week's worth of sales, yeah, and exactly. it had only been three days. So I, I think right. Nintendo hasn't really said anything, well, 
not that. And that seen. wasn't including downloads either. That was yeah. only, and that's a big thing that's changed. Obviously, more exactly. people are downloading it. Digital distribution. Though you had to have an expanded SD card. Yeah, because you couldn't fit it on. Because you couldn't fit it on the standard. The one like that a, came with it's like it. A three or four gig game, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah, there's so much. I can imagine why. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, looks well. good and it's pretty big. I get just each of those models and then animations <laughs> yeah. to go with it for each of those. Yep, and even eight hundred odd Pokemon music. Exactly. All those like all those cutscenes and the Z move cutscenes. Not running on a grid. I'm just thinking of all the little things they've changed. Not being running on a grid. The showing whether things are, are super effective or not super effective now. The, just having a button when I battle a wild Pokemon, I can press for Pokeball and not have to go through my items to get that, to it. Oh. It's like. Do you think it was Go things. that helped that happen? Because I don't know why we haven't gone well, now. Yeah, that's true. Because like, that's often the question. That, that's the funny thing. Again, this is like the whole thing of like when we praise Nintendo for for finally doing <laughs> yeah. things. Because it's like this is so obvious why exactly. wasn't this here earlier? But like you can go, oh, this should have been ten generations ago. But like at least it's happened. Yeah. Let's just thank thankful that it happened. It's happened, and that it's really good. <sighs> Any final thoughts on Pokemon? I think we've I can talk forever about it. It's really good. It's so good. I'm sure we'll probably give. Because, like you said, you're you're pretty much close to you know wrapping up at least the main. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting close. Like the I'm, main game. Actually, that's what I was going to say. Uh, with badges gone, I was wondering what they would track on the uh, the log screen when you see the game. Yeah, yeah Z crystals. Z crystals. Yeah, Z is the way it works. Yeah, yeah. So and like, that's a pretty cool way of doing that it. That seems to be like your barrier this time. Like that's how you know how far you are through the game. No yeah. HMs in this game. Oh yes, all, all teams oh, can be used multiple times. Thank you, Poker Rider. Oh, yeah, I don't need Poker... to put a stupid flying type in my party the entire time because yep. I need fly in the bin Poker <laughs> and not only do you get like a Pokemon that you can just fly whenever you want it's a fucking Charizard yeah that's the thing because of how they so basically you get given an item that allows you to summon Pokemon to do these actions and that means you get some cool Pokemon like for Surf you get to ride a Lapras yeah and then yep. later a Sharpedo which is amazing <sighs> and uh I don't, I don't know. I don't want to spoil too many of them because there are some. But there's one on that's not on that poster up there on the wall that I, you may already will see coming. But when I got it, I was so happy because of how it operates on the field. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, it's basically the Pokemon that you might. If I say what it does, you might figure it out. But it's basically the Pokemon who does the strength stuff. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. That's oh, awesome. Cool. Oh, is it? Can I? Will I possibly be able to guess because they've been in the overworld a few times? You probably could. Okay. I think and I know who it is now. That sounds cool to me. Yeah. And like, all you got, and if I give you that much, you just—I want you to imagine how you would use it. Like, how would I'm, you use like, it? Like, because you're riding the back of Charizard. Oh no. You're riding <laughs> the back of Charizard on like Sharpedo and all that. How do you like? If you just think about how that Pokemon <laughs> would handle it, it's pretty cool. Okay, that's one thing it is. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Um, do I know we're trying to wrap this up? The uh, the designs of the new ones, right? There's yeah. like seventy odd, I think, new ones. It's about eight hundred right. Pokemon. We're pushing eight hundred now. And we've had oh, in the pre in the last in the last generation, we had Clinky, whatever it's called, the the keys. There's one that's close to that in this game as well. Oh uh, right? yeah, you're yeah. right. Uh, Klefki, Klefki, yeah. and then we had we've had Gears, which is always Kyron's yeah. favorite one. Gear. Uh, we've had Garbodor and Trubbish, I and we've had Trubbish. Did you? And we've had the ice cream one, the same I can't remember. Vanilli. Vanilli. And they had three evolutions of that one as well. Um, or two evolutions, sorry. Scoop. <laughs> <laughs> Have, I was going to ask, what do you think of the designs overall? I'm not that far in the game. Are there a couple of rubbish ones? There are some bad ones. Like I said, there is one that's sort of like this game's equivalent of uh, the key ring. Okay. Which, okay. But again, I, I, when you consider a region, it makes sense. Okay. Oh, I know what that one is because I've seen it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, the, it does make sense in the region. I totally but understand it what you're saying. Me of it as well. Sure, sure, like, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Honestly, for the most part, I really like them. Like, yeah, I like them as well. I think they feel like the closest to like. 
those old type of Pokemon that you would see. I, I, you know, I some of them do. There's some really interesting ones in there. I think they've gone pretty zany with them in a, in a way, and I don't mind that at all. They've gone zany, but not in a shit way. I don't, I don't know. Like for the most part, I don't think so. Anyway, I, I think always, they've gone like a more logistical way. I always thought the worst thing Pokemon can do is go the Digimon route and just yeah. they make things really overcomplicated. And they do with yeah. the legendary sometime. I look at like. Um, uh, some of the, yeah, Zyg, no, not Zygarde, like, uh, the ones from Pearl and, um, Diamond Dialga. and stuff like that, and Black and White and those ones, and I just, Dialga Black and, and, yeah. Black and White was weird. Yeah, I, Black and White was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, I had that. Yeah, those, or Rasharim and those ones, they were, I'm looking at them going, and you're the, not a thing, and you the were Regis. just... And the Reggies, yeah. Oh. And there's a few of them you just look at and go, I, 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 okay, you're a legendary, you know, you need to look cool and epic, I guess. But, but like, they just kind of got a little bit But too... then you look at fucking, like, Zapdos and, like, Moltres, Moltres and Articuno. And and Articuno. And... Like, those those are just, they're birds that yeah. have a, an element to them. And even, they look fucking awesome. Even the dogs in Gold and Silver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I find that to me is like, you're starting to lean on... Uh, I uh, the one with the crystal in its head, or like the one with the like weird ribbons coming out the oh, sides. So those ones, like I look at them and going, you're getting a little bit. Just chill out a bit. Just <laughs> just take it back half a step on the over design there. I'm but also, I'm also thinking of like Entai. I really liked him, like the fire one. I see, it was, I yeah, it was I guess. But like that, but that, that's sort of what I'm, yeah. Where it, when it goes like that, that's what. If it, if it looks goofy, I'm okay with that. You know, cute. But cool is good. It's just when it tries to be super Digimon cool, I don't want it. Yeah. That's 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 the worst thing you can do. Oh, Digimon. But it's not oh. really doing that at the moment. No, but I, for the most part, like, usually I, I am quick to be critical of new Pokemon, but I, for the most part, I really enjoyed the new Pokemon as well. Yep. I've, 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 I mean, the game's great. The game's so good. That's the bottom line. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. It's really if, good. If, I just want to play it constantly. If, yeah. a, if it's been, like, a while since your last Pokemon game, maybe you've been... Wondering if the franchise is still for you, I would say try Sun and Moon because yeah. it, it feels refreshing and Definitely. for the most part. Yeah. Uh, okay, so with all this, you know, these new changes that we've seen implemented into this new game, like, do you think that Nintendo is finally maybe trying to shake up the formula a little bit and do you think we'll see more of that going down the track? Well, again, as we spoke about earlier and we talked about last week, if that rumor of Pokemon Star right. ends up coming true, which, let's be honest, like, Pokemon sells well. Yeah, Pokemon you could nearly even say is one of the reasons why the handhelds still do really well mm-hmm. right yeah of course Nintendo wants that on a home console but Game Freak of course sticks to their thing of Pokemon is pocket monsters mm-hmm. yeah so yep. maybe this is Nintendo going now you have to do it because our console is also a portable put Pokemon on it please it'll sell uh, but I think I think Pokemon Star might happen. I am a believer in that rumor. I think it makes I, a lot of sense. I mean, I yeah. would have picked the name Pokemon Star. I, I, like Sun that Moon name. Star. Come on, man. <laughs> it, makes, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, it sounds very likely. I like the idea. I I don't like. I've never really been into picking up the sequel ones. So no. I I didn't get Yellow. I never. I didn't yeah. get. No. You know. Diamond, what was, it? was it Diamond Platinum or was the one Platinum was Platinum, Platinum was the one. Was, I've never been interested in Black and White 2 even though there were two I know apparently they were quite different they were I never picked up those ones I wouldn't have picked up Z if Z ever came out sort of thing um, but I'm interested in the idea of stars I wouldn't mind playing through it again if it had a massive graphical upgrade like it's already beautiful on the 3DS yeah. but it's limited yeah 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 but if it's like if they've got beautiful high res like oh 3D models stuff like that heck yes I'm going to play that yeah. look how colourful the game is on 3DS like yeah. imagine that on the Switch it is beautiful Jeez. like the game is beautiful the already it's stunning yeah really good uh, but yeah do you think there's anything if they were if they were to imp- 
this was all true, that oh. Star was going to be a thing, what do you think they would add to it to make it, for people like us that have already bought into this this game, what do you think would be, apart from the obvious of like, you know, you can play it on your home console. So they, can always, they can always add more Z moves. They can always bring Megas into it again or something like that if they wanted to. Okay. Um, add more Alolan forms or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that'd, be cool. that'd be cool. That'd be it. Like if you, <laughs> well, that's you know, it, yeah. That'd, that'd be enough for me. Pokemon. Maybe the map zooms out a little bit and there's like an extra island down there. Oh, <laughs> like, like, a, like, a, like the lost chapter, the, the lost, lost island. It's just been uncharted. That, like, you could totally see that happening. That'd be, that's, I guess. Yeah, it comes totally up, Atlantis-style thing comes out of the ocean or something like that. Or like maybe but, they add, add a new ride uh, because obviously the other Pokemon games have had dive, maybe something underwater because there's totally, a lot yeah. of water there. Uh, it's surprising, actually. I was expecting this to be. Yeah. I was. I, when, I remember when the Alola region got announced. I was like, didn't we just do this with Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire? Like, we yeah. did a lot of islands and water and stuff. Don't forget that. that one. I was also thinking that Nintendo. I remember the. It's actually. I think it's a meme joke in this one. But uh, IGN's they, review of did they actually put that in the game. There is a comment. Do you, do you remember the IGN review of Ruby Seven Point Eight? Too much water. Yes, too much water. One of the, like there's a there's a mention of that in the game. That's amazing. I love yeah, that. The, the, the localization team is so good. I had so much fun with this game. But yeah, like I remember thinking that when I saw it, going, man, man, there's a lot of water here. They did not listen to IGN. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They, they said just threw the finger up to IGN. We're like, no, more water. Um, obviously, we're an audio podcast, but Brod has actually just pulled out his. Uh, He's 3ds right now. Well, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking of other things we want to talk about. I'm just keep talking about the stars thing though. Like, yeah, what else do you think they could implement? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, because obviously, extra content has usually been the hook. Like, Emerald added Battle Frontier. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, even way back in Crystal, they had like the Battle Tower. You know, the easiest thing they can always do is literally just add more Pokemon. Yeah. Like, if you added 25, 30 new Pokemon that I couldn't get. But they never do that. Like half generation has not yeah. happened, right? Yeah. But it's the easiest way. To make me want to get the new game. Okay. It's also the cheapest way, but... Well, that's it. But hear me out on this one. Okay? All right. I don't like saying, you were saying about Battle Frontier, you were saying about Battle Tower. You guess a stadium. What, it would make sense. Imagine if they put, like, a Pokemon Stadium built into stars for the home console. It'd be, like... What is it about Stadium, though, that you like so much? Like, what is it know, about Stadium just... that, that, a, that a console version of the games we have wouldn't already be? Like, I don't know. I just... Is it the minigames? Like, Maybe it... the minigames. The minigames yeah, well, fun. The minigames were fun. Novelty, I, think, no. I don't know. Like, that would... If you, it's, it's like the whole Pokemon Snap thing. It's like if you, you said, hey, we're releasing Pokemon Stadium on a thing, people would buy it just purely from nostalgia factor. Maybe. Well, they did kind of put Pokemon yeah, Snap in this game. game. Well, that, that's what I'm saying, though. But, like, you know what I mean? If they did that with Stadium in terms of on a home console... Being able to have friends over who might not have a Switch or might not be in a Pokemon, use it as a gateway for them to get into it and sit down and play a battle with oh, them. Oh, I see where you can access like libraries. Like a Pokemon multiplayer like a multiplayer like, like a couch co op multiplayer Pokemon Stadium esque mode or area. It's, it's funny. I, yeah, I'm just trying to get my head around what you're saying because the thing is now it's so easy to do all the multiplayer stuff anyway. That's like, it. Yeah, we I can suppose. do it in locally now, right obviously now, in the yeah. room, or we can do it online and we basically can just have that battle that we would have had. Okay. Here anyway, and yeah. it does all the things that Stadium did, where you know level caps at fifty or level caps at hundred or whatever it was. Like that stuff happens anyway. That's true. Yeah. Um. So I'm not sure that much there is to add there. I think the thing that was always appealing about Stadium at the time was that you took your sprites and made them 3D models that yeah. signified exactly. that way. And so, like, if that's what it does, like for this game, okay, not that this, like they're not sprites anymore. Obviously, and like, models, obviously it great. also had like all the preset teams and stuff. But like a lot of the games yes. have that sort of stuff in it now. Like post game is usually a battle thing you can go and do. 
Yeah. Like, but, like, that was never the draw. I, I had Stadium, and I played the heck out of that game. And, yes, I played oh, the yeah. mini games and stuff like fun. that. Because it was sort of like another... It was like a way of doing a quick and easy Pokemon uh, Mario Party like mini game yeah. thing with friends yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it was never... The, like, the main draw was always you know, play through what was essentially like a Battle Frontier type thing yeah, exactly. with the Pokemon I had in my game or play against my friends in 3D. Or play a Pokemon game on the TV. But the bit yeah. where I had to go and like choose other Pokemon from a list, it's like, yeah, you can do that, but... other oh, the rental stuff. The rental stuff. But like, that's almost taking the best bit of Pokemon out of Pokemon. Yeah, which is catching them yourself, raising, raising them, making them exactly how you want them. Like, you can put that in there if you want, but it's not going to make me buy the game. Yeah. Uh, I see what you're trying to say, John. Yeah, I know. I, I respect uh, you. Uh, thank you. We're, thank we're you. trying to pull from other Nintendo. You're wrong. You're wrong. I respect you. you joke. Um, well, okay, so what do you think about... The one of the things, the other things they changed in this one, which is, oh, it was aesthetic mainly, but somewhat interesting, was the Rotom Pokedex. Uh, where the Pokedex is sort of a living character on its own. What do you think I, of the Rotom Pokedex? Um, at first, again, this is one of the things I was worried about. Did want Navi? Because I did... I, like, he talks, and I was, I was worried that I was going to get sick of him. But he's okay, and honestly... It's, it hasn't happened to me yet, but sometimes I will go a long stretch of time without yeah. playing Pokemon, and it would be nice to be able to boot up and be like, for him to go, oh, hey, we're doing this, and like your objective is over there. So do you, that's the thing, right? So this is something we've never had before, which is where it's basically a map which has a yeah. waypoint on it to tell you where your yep, next exactly. major objective I is. I love that so much. Because sometimes I don't like that. I hate that in games when it tells me, oh, that's where I've got to go next. That's where yeah. I go next. However, I think it's implemented beautifully here. Because of the way that the map is on the bottom screen, I can see that marker, but it also shows me the whole map in exactly. quite detail. It makes me go, oh, what's over there? Yeah, I haven't been over there. I haven't and been if, over you there zoom, yet. if you tap it and zoom out, you can go, oh, that part's all grayed out. I actually haven't been there yeah. yet. Yeah. I can go, how do I get down there? Yeah. So, yeah, I. I also think I quite like it too. It's a funny way to use uh, Rotom as well, a Pokemon that I do not like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and make it actually interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a Pokedex now. I, but I was, yeah, like, because the Pokedex has always kind of been a thing that you open up from your menu and all that. And I, I feel like Rotom Dex was a good way to make it sort of interesting, I guess. Yeah. You, you can poke him in the eye. It's kind of fun. Yes, it is fun. <laughs> Shut up, Rotom. Stop talking to me, Rotom. Uh, but, yeah, like, I'm a fan of it. I really like it. I, uh, there's so much to love about this game. Again, there's like, so I, much to love about it. Even little details that I've never seen. But just, I keep thinking about how it feels... I mean, we talked about this before, but how it feels open. Like, yes, there's no grid anymore, right? We use the joystick and we move completely freely. But there was a bit when there was, like, a Pokemon, a big Pokemon thing, and there were cars parked out the front, and one of those cars was parked just a little bit not... Yes. I was like, little details like that made me really happy. Yeah. It just felt a little they more real than normal. Even the, the, the way that the maps are laid badly. Out. I was like, oh, that's cute. Even, yeah, the way the maps are laid out aren't on a grid anymore. And it's just free place yes. and things. Yeah, I love more, that. More frequently, like, there's also, like, Patches of grass in towns. Yes, yeah, it feels less enjoy. like this. Again, for some reason, Pokemon don't go in town. They only live just a bit scared of that people. Way. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Something you brought up on Twitter as well, which I want to correct someone on, <laughs> was that that you you do hear Pokemon as you walk through certain areas. Now you can just hear like the chirps of a picky pack or something like yeah. that going on. Um, and someone suggested you could hear them in the past. From what I remember, that's not. The, it was only the case if they were in the. There was like a way of seeing their silhouette in the grass. Yeah, you'd hear that Pokemon, yes, but there was not this general soundscape of like a living, breathing animal kingdom around. Yeah, here, pe- yeah, there, there were Pokemon actually living there. They were just like popping out of thin air and going ah, surprise attack. Yeah, like, yeah. now it's like I can hear the picky pecs. I'm like, oh yeah, there'll be picky pecs in the grass it's, because yeah. I can hear them around. Me I somewhere. really like that piece. Yeah, it's beautiful. The like, sound design's been really good. In this yeah, game. again, like I get normally I wouldn't really play Pokemon games with the sound on. 
nothing personal against the music or anything, but like it's a good game to play when you're doing something else. Like yeah, you can watch exactly. a TV yeah, show. Yeah, or exactly. Like, but yeah. uh, for this one, I found myself actually playing it with sound on and actually dedicating my entire attention to it. How have you found the difficulty of this game compared to other ones? Because X and Y was balls easy. It's it's been okay. I haven't had too much trouble. They gave you the XP share really early on, which they did in X and Y as well. Yeah, it yeah. came up like after the first gym yeah. or something. Yeah, right? so uh, make sure to turn it up uh, immediately. Omega, Omega Ruby did as well. I'm pretty yep. sure you got pretty yeah. Which is fine for people who want to breeze yeah, through exactly. it. Yeah, uh, exactly. But they, I, even I, for like scrub or Pokemon trainer like me, I, I've turned it off as well because I'm like, eh, I actually want to try and get better. Because that's the thing, like with, with using Pokemon Refresh, when they, when you get them high enough, they will get more experience naturally. So I can't imagine how that would be with the XP sharing yeah, as well, like yeah. out leveling the game really quickly. Yeah, so it's, yeah. But with it off, like I've been mostly okay. There were a couple of totem battles that were tough, mm-hmm. mostly because. I would always be like, okay, do I focus on the totem Pokemon or do I take out his support? Yeah. But if I take that out, he's just going to call it back immediately. Mm. But if I focus on him, that's two things attacking me. It's sort of like forcing you maybe to do more status effect attacks yeah. on one of them to try I to. Did. That's I, what I started I, doing. Like, I know. was poisoning Pokemon. Whoa! <laughs> I use, I use, um, I get my uh, Slowpoke to use Yawn. Oh, I put yeah. him to sleep, so I've got at least a good five turns. Before they wake up, so I can like, I go, all right, cool. What am I going to do now? I can take out that one. They can do, chip away a whole bunch of damage on the main totem, and then once he wakes up, he'll call something else in again. I can send my slowpoke out again. Yeah, so put it to sleep. I'm down too hard, but I have honestly been using some abilities I normally wouldn't use. Yep. Yeah, especially status effects again on a totem Pokemon. And I haven't like when I challenged the the captains who are the, the gym leaders of this game. I guess yep. yeah, thing too, yeah. yeah, they haven't been too bad. Yeah, I oh sorry. I just bumped into you, man. Um, <laughs> How dare you! I know it's so rude of me. Um, you don't touch the guests. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Whoops. Um, yeah, I found it more challenging. I don't know than I have previously in Pokemon games that I've played re- more recently, um, which is a good thing. Uh, it, it's making me more drive to go back through and actually play more of the game because if it's too easy, I'm just like, eh. I could play that, but it's just, I'm just going to be standing there doing the same thing. Uh, yeah, that might, the worst thing that can happen in a Pokemon game is where you just sort of keep pressing A. You're spamming yeah. about the same And same I haven't attack, been having yeah. that. I've had to think of like, oh, yeah. crap, this thing is yeah. not Yeah, which right. is also nice that they added the ability. Again, it's one of those things that I don't know why it wasn't in there until now. But you can read what the moves do in combat. Read what yes. the moves do in combat. When you go to... It annoyed me at first... There was something, for whatever dumb reason, because I think it makes text go faster, I hold down the right trigger all the time. Yes, right? because some and games when, do, because Animal right? Crossing does that. And so when I would go to switch Pokemon, it goes, instead of going to, like, just switching it straight in, it now just goes to a sub-screen where it shows you its move set. Yeah. Yep. And See, then, it's super effective. And if stuff. you hit the triggers, it'll, tr- it'll, it'll cycle through your five Pokemon that oh, left God. in your thing. <laughs> and so I would bring out the wrong Pokemon and go, what? Oh, stop. So I had to re-change the way I hold the controller. That's okay. Um, but that's handy too. Like, you know, I can actually just look through those. Yeah, and make, exactly. And it'll tell me that controversial thing about showing effectiveness and super effectiveness and stuff like that. Which I've warmed to now. I, I which like I, it. I, I think it's okay. do wish I could turn it off. Yeah. I like. I don't mind it's there. I, it doesn't really get in the way at all. Um, there have been some, some... I wish I could turn it off. There are some nice type picture. combos in this game that have, that, that have thrown me out. Yeah. So sometimes it's nice to have it there. Ever since Sudowoodo. Sudowoodo was a rock type. <laughs> oh my god. As soon as I saw Sudowoodo pop up... Things got confusing up, from there. When I saw Sudowoodo pop up, I, I, I had a flashback at that time when we were in the car and you were like, had the flu. And you were sitting in the back doing Sudowoodo's call going, Sudowoodo! And I just as soon as I saw it, it popped up in this game, and I was I lost my shit. Thanks, all thanks for bringing that up on the podcast, John. Yeah, no worries. Now That's everyone fun. knows. Yeah. All right, then maybe the, maybe the way to go with this conversation is what 
don't you necessarily like about this game? If there's anything that you would criticize, what is it? Because I can think of why you guys think of yours. Like you just brought yeah. one up. The, one of the things I've liked less and less in the games is they keep trying to make the random encounters a little more interesting in some way. Last generation, yeah. it was the hordes, yeah. which yep. are really freaking annoying because okay. they're really hard to run away from and they're really hard to fight or capture those Pokemon. I know, where you're, I know where you're going with this and it's the exact same thing. I don't and like it's the either. same in this one. It's when they... And it happened... The Tony Pokemon do it and I don't mind it so much in that it's one because it's a straight battle. Yeah. It's in this one with the random with random encounters or and catching wild Pokemon and then I'm like, cut it down. It's down to its red... Call a Pokemon in. In comes another one of its things. Like, I have to kill you before I can capture this Pokemon yep. now. Yep. And then I'll do the same thing. It'll call again. It's like, I don't need to be doing this. It becomes very tedious. But it just, yeah. It's just comp- overcomplicated. And if I could just throw the freaking Pokeball at the one I've got, even though there's two of them there, I don't understand the stupid reasoning behind, oh, you can't throw it directly enough at the one. Yeah. I can direct my Pokemon's attacks at one Pokemon, but I can't throw a Pokeball Pokemon, at one, one Pokemon. And yeah. when it happens, when does my, why does my trainer suddenly decide, well... Better keep just using the one Pokemon. It's like, no, yeah. two. just throw a second one. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Whose rules are you playing yeah. by? God, come yeah, on. That, no one's watching you. And it happens, like, if it didn't happen so often, I don't think I'd be as annoyed by it, yeah, but it happens so fucking much. Like, and even just the way, it's even that thing where, you know, it's a, the normal attacks and moves are happening. And I don't know how the game decides when it's going to try and call in a random yeah. Pokemon because it'll do it sometimes every go or every other go. And it'll call it in, and even if the Pokemon doesn't show up, the process of it calls for help. Show the dot dot dot. There was no Pokemon. It's like that was a massive stop and break in this battle yeah. that I didn't need. And especially like, so it is annoying when you're trying to catch them. Mm. And it, it also throws me out. I'm in an area right now where I had a Pokemon that I was like, oh, shit, I haven't got this one yet. So I was like, cool, knocked at the red, got ready to caught it. It called for help, and it called in its evolved form. Oh, crap. and I was like, God. do I catch that one or this one? Yeah, I have to choose. Obviously, I, I caught the first stage because no, that way no breeding. But I, that was annoying as well, just because I don't want to. I just want to catch one Pokemon. Let me focus on that one. Yeah, Pokemon. exactly. Mm. Yeah. Don't confuse me like that. Make me go. Should I get that one instead? I don't know. How do you find the pace of Pokemon games generally? I turn animations off. Battle animations off. Okay. I never, I never really turn them off. Honestly. Which sucks in this game because I use Z move so regularly that I wouldn't mind watching that Z move yeah. animation, but no, they just don't happen. I, I, I see the dance. I see the getting ready, <laughs> and then it does the move, and I just hear. On the bar, like, I, oh, I kind of wish I could see that. Nah, see, I, I keep them on because I, I don't know. It's I don't, it slows them down so much. It does slow it down, but I don't know. I just I can't turn my, I can't bring myself to turn it off for some as reason. A, as I, a relic of Stadium, like I like seeing the battles like that in three D. So and like, they are the animations are yeah. better. Like yeah. they feel more like they're actually being hit now and stuff like yeah. that. Like I saw early on in the game before I turned it off, Water Gun hit a Pokemon. Yeah, like, yeah, they look way better now than they used to. And one of the simplest things I saw is some I've only noticed it recently is it's the move Sucker Punch. So whenever that get used, gets used against me, it confuses me because my Pokemon actually moves to attack and oh. then gets hit by the other oh. Pokemon. That, uh, and that's just like a little oh. small thing. I was kind of like, yeah, that's cool. That See, I've cool. got a couple of really good ones that are uh, that, like my favorite animations that I've got at the moment for this game. Um, I like, uh, what's it called? Pursuit? Yes. Uh, so like when oh, you like yeah. walks up to him and your Pokemon goes, no, no, don't hit me. And then he's like, Bang! <laughs> smack like square in the face, um, and I love astonish, especially when Diglett does astonish. For some reason, it cracks me up. What's oh, astonish? So That's astonish, it like it goes Diglett is astonish, and it turns around and faces it back to you, and then it goes ha, and it just cracks me up every time because it's this little fucking like penis little chody looking thing, and it just goes. 
Dickon's also tiny over again. He's really yeah. Scary, so. It just turns around and, it, and like it, zoom, <laughs> it like it like crash zooms in as well. There's like sparks that fly out from it. It's the funniest thing. I'll turn it back on for a little while. See if I get Holy shit! Cool. Yeah, astonish makes me laugh every time. My, my, as for zoom moves, like obviously they're very Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I've got one from my whatever the, I've forgotten its name. The third evolutionary stage of like the water starter. Okay, so yeah. it has. Popular yeah, that's the starter, yeah, yeah. The, the first edge of that. So we got a, I got a Z-Stone for that. Bella, Bella, Ballerina something, or... It starts with P, I thought, but I don't remember. I nicknamed Ballerina? it. Ballerina? So yeah, that's my problem as well. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's basically, the closest comparison I can think of is essentially a water spirit bomb. Yeah. <laughs> like, awesome, it gathers yeah. like this huge ball of water and just sort of throws it at the enemy and drops it on it. And I was like, I'm playing Dragon Ball Z Pokemon and I have no complaints about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well... Uh, I think it's time to wrap this one up. Do you think? God, I think it's not bad. What do you think about Team Skull as a team? So, team so much like more. Yeah, I, I like. I okay, like those guys. I, I love think that's really Team funny. Skull. I fucking love it. They are hilarious. Yeah, I love their stupid moves. I, I love, love they when rap. they. Every time I see those two grunts, they like they. The question comes up about whether I know them or not. I can choose no. And no. Just yeah. Like, seriously, what? I'm Come just on. Like, so disappointed yeah. every there's time a, I don't know. There's a part them. coming up later that I'm excited for you to get to. Calls <laughs> Team Skull very heavily. Oh, good. Uh, I like him, but why do we still have teams using one Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Just in general, in general, yeah. even trainers. Honestly, like you're like I'm towards the end of a game, and very trainers just go, yeah, it's got one Pokemon. Yeah, yeah ben, I, I, ben said at one stage he was play, taking the, the, essentially the rival of this game and he was still only using four yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, I just fought the rival before the, the end area. It's like, four Pokemon. What are like, you doing? What have you been, yeah, what the fuck I've are you got, doing? That bit like, annoys 100. me. That, that yeah, oh, yeah. why can't, yeah, anyway. Just get a full team of six. Yeah, it's two extra slots. It's a waste of space. Even time. if they're not a good six. Just six. Just like, fill up. At this point, I feel like you would have six Pokemon if you got this far. At least, yeah. But, yeah. That, team Skullboat, I like it. Love it. I love it. I love. I, anytime you see you see him walking along, like you, what's up? Well, and I'm so like, funny. oh, it's so dumb, they've but got, I love it. They've got personality. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Which, that's which, it. which the bad guys really haven't had for a while. Yeah, it's great, and I, they're, they're simple design as well. They're, their uniform designs like nice and simple yeah. as well. It's nothing yeah. over the top. It's great. I enjoy them. Uh, and yeah, the way they sort of interact with the story, how the story plays out, is interesting as well with the team skull stuff. I really, I, I like this story a surprising amount. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, from what game. I've seen, I really, I like the way it's been, even if though the story hasn't taken off the way that yeah. it's been told generally has been really yeah. good. It's not, right. it's not a revolutionary story. No. But it's it's actually, like, I've never been engaged in the narrative of a Pokemon yeah. game. Because usually it's go and catch the legendary safe world, get all the badges and come champion. Yeah, yeah it's the same story. It. And then leave yeah. and then the other champion comes back immediately. And you're like, I'd left for five minutes. Come on, come <laughs> Could on, you seriously? seriously beat the Elite Four again? <laughs> Fine, I'll beat you again. Um, yeah. Cool. Good stuff. Sorry, I'll stop we, talking. No, can, can we go play Pokemon now? <laughs> yes. I was planning on doing it anyway. Yeah, I think we. I think it's, it's time to go play Pokemon. We'll, we'll, we'll have to have battles before the end of the year. And, yes. And talk about them. That's a good idea. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do like a battle. Battle day. <laughs> oh god, we'll we haven't talked it. about battle royale. Oh my god, battle royale is but, so good. That, which is cool. I thought I remember seeing that in the trailers. Right, that was one yeah. of the things you guys haven't seen. And looking and going, there's always one of these gimmicky yeah. things they do where they try and change it up. It's a specific mode in a specific place, and it'll be yeah. like. Whether it's like the rotating like three team one, whatever it was, oh, like, yeah, yeah. things like that. I never really loved those things, but Battle Royale uh, has actual. I feel like there's an actual strategy to it, and it yeah. is 
It's a fun way of doing it. It'd be really fun to play with four friends. Exactly. Yeah. Which where we should get together and which do that. we should do. Yeah, that. I would. Yeah, I like playing as computer is less fun because there's less of like goading someone to be like, <laughs> yeah, hey, exactly. Jolly, we should team up on Kyren. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's right. gonna bring in like Mario Kart battle mechanics. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Smash Bros. type. <laughs> yeah, play. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or, exactly. Or to bring it back to what we were playing before, like you know what we were talking about before, like faking it and things like that, mm-hmm. and yeah. like trying to yeah, like, make exactly. alliances and things like that. No, I think you're. No, she, you know you fucked me over last time when you said I was a lie. No, 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 I'm not going with you. No, fuck off. Yeah. I'm going to attack you instead. Um, I like I, I had actually seen that part in the trailers as well. I yeah. did know about battle royale, so um, I was sort of prepared for that. But it's cool. Also, I mean, since we're talking about battle royale, we have to talk about the professor. Yes, <laughs> who He's is awesome. so many the times the best. in that side of our game. There's a knock at the door. Go let the professor in. He's already inside. He's in here. Uh, little things like yeah, that I love. It was great. Twi- he does it twice. Yeah. And the third the time, time. <laughs> and you, you realise you got to the door, and it was yeah. oh, it wasn't him. Yeah, because That's your mum right. your your actually, actually says, says just he'll probably walk in anyway. Yeah, he'll, probably, he'll probably let himself in, but go on, let him in. Yeah, yeah. Another tiny little detail. Have you noticed that whenever they start talking about your Pokemon, they Please. mention the one at the top, the top of your, of your list? Pet. So. Yep. If you've gotten rid of your starter, because often they kind of go, oh, you and your starter one yeah. are the one that you're connected with. But they don't assume that in this game. They nope. go, whatever's at the top of your list at the time is the one they'll mention. Yep. I think that's smart. I love that. You might not connect with your starter. You might connect with personalized. It's personalized to your gameplay. I wish they said their name rather than their, yeah, than their Pokemon type. It, it, it doesn't say their nickname. Really, when I'm, uh... they, they do say their name sometimes. No, they, they tend to say like, oh, you're Butterfree or something yeah, like name, that. Even though my Butterfree is... right. Not the nickname. Yeah. The only time it throws me out is if it happened to have one of those when I'm training a Pokemon. And I'm like, wow, you and like Pichu have got a pretty good bond. I'm like, I'm just grinding <laughs> levels for him, dude. <laughs> you really have a game. Yeah, 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 really cool. <laughs> he's, yeah. yeah he's going to... Yeah, he's, yeah, we're good friends. <laughs> oh, he's, yeah, Pat, Pat. <laughs> good Pichu. Mm. I'm just, but he's, it does make you feel like I will connect with my Pokemon yeah. more because there's no HM slaves. No. That's fair. And I think that's I the thing that gets... Oh. One of the things that gets most right is I do feel more connected to my team. Yes. Yeah. I've given more nicknames this time, which I normally wouldn't bother doing. Have you ever done a Nuzlocke challenge? No, I'm scared. I couldn't do it. It's, I couldn't, they're, especially they're this one. I couldn't do it. I need to watch a few more because there's so many people doing them online now as well. Like, I watched so Pro Jared's one. He's doing a blind one for this, isn't he? He did. He did, and yeah. he, he went out oh, uh, very early. I don't think he could go off the first island. I couldn't. I, especially with how attached you get to the Pokemon in this one, I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, he he, he plays by it. some dumb rules too. He's, he doesn't allow himself to use items in battle and stuff like that. Uh, see, that's, oh, he asked mm. to die. That's no, making, making especially in this game too. Like I find myself using revives and I have to use potions, potions a lot, especially because running is way harder than normal. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Actually, running is difficult. Uh, if you're a level or two under the Pokemon you're uh, up against, like, oh, get good back luck here. running. Yeah, yeah it and, takes you three or four attempts, which is fine. But man, when you combine that with the constant calling for help, sometimes I just want to leave, but I can't. Well, there are items that can help you yeah, to oh, go yeah. faster. I haven't got one yet, but when I do, I'll probably use it. But I also don't want to. I want my amulet coin to be at the start. Yeah, the exactly, time. amulet. <laughs> coin. Oh, All right. Oh, oh, no, there's one more thing. One I more love, thing. I love how easy it is to move Pokemon around on your team, but also items. Just items like, too. Yeah. Yeah. It just using Take it, that, give it to that's me. That's something that like this game's been on the 3DS for how long, or on the DS in general for how long, and like being able to use that touchpad to move things around more often is. Am I is wrong in saying that multiple Pokemon can hold one Z crystal? 
I feel like I had two Pokemon holding Normanium Z. I'm going to do it. You guys keep talking. I'm going to find out right. right this second. We'll, we'll continue with natural conversation. Yeah, right, no, yeah. Well, well, should we start wrapping it up, I think? That's probably a good idea. Yeah, 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 we, and then we, we can, we can that. answer that question at the that'll, end. That'll be how we end it. Oh, yeah. let's, not, hey, let's not even answer on this. That's fine. It doesn't matter. I'll find out. For <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, you can find out for yourself, audience. Go and get the game go and on, find out. Go, go and buy, go and buy Pokemon. That's that's the, the moral of this episode. That is, that is the... Buy that, and if you've got friends that come over and hang out, buy Jackbox Party Pack 3. So, that's... Pretty much it. Sponsored by Sony and yeah, Nintendo. And Nintendo yeah. <laughs> Please, we wish. Um, cool. Well, let take us out, card. All right. Well, it's time to wrap it up. Thank you for listening to Dialogue Options this week. Our gangbuster Pokemon episode with a side of Jackbox Party. Yep. Uh, we didn't expect it to go this long. No, no. But, like, I didn't once you start talking about Pokemon, it's hard, to, especially it's this one. Snowballed. Like we yeah. had th- this 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 episode had like I think four false endings. Uh, <laughs> this is like. Return of the King all over again. Yeah, 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 right, yep. yeah. This one's for you, Peter Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Never make movies like The Hobbit again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm, of course, Kyron. You can follow me on Twitter, at X. You can follow Joel on Twitter. At JollyMac. And even Brod has Twitter. You can. You can follow me at BGordes, B-G-O-R-D-E-S. And thank you very much for having me, guys. Yeah, well, thanks I really for being here, man. It's awesome. On. It's really good. Really, really good stuff. And of course, if you want to follow fun. just the podcast in general, we are also on Twitter as, as, a, as a group, as a duo which is at Dialogue Options. You can also chuck us a cheeky like on Facebook under the same name. Uh, again, if you've got any comments, questions, suggestions, abuse, feel free to send it to dialogueoptions at gmail.com. Uh, but apart from that, I think that's about it. Yeah. And uh, we'll let our wonderful theme song by Azure Flux take it out, take us out. Strike witches get bitches. Yeah. Such a good song. And we'll uh, <laughs> see you next week where I will talk about Final Fantasy 15. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's gonna be, I'm really looking forward to hearing about that. Because so based off reviews and what you think is whether I buy that game or not. Oh, I'm so ready Ooh. to play it. So yeah, we'll see you then, guys. Catch you later. See ya. Bye. Bye.